welcome to another episode of This Might Not Go Well. We on episode 10, right, bro? Yo, what's good, Yo. what's good? Episode 10 in the place. What's yeah. going on, brother? What's going on? This is your boy, B Breezy, a.k.a. Papi Zanzon. Yo, it's your boy, Slick Grayson, a.k.a. Law. How's everybody doing out there in podcast world? Oh, yeah. We got an action-packed episode for you guys this week, you know? We got our very first special guest. First but not last, y'all. We trying to we trying to get bigger and better as we go on. So I'm happy, you know, we get the first one out the way. Got a good conversation lined up for y'all, and then, yo, so on to bigger, even better things. Hopefully, we get some celebrities here by the end of next year. Of course, and then, so let's do our mental week. You know, our weekly checkup. Huh? How you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm excited. I've been trying to schedule like a physical for like the last nine months. And I think like as I was scheduling it, for, I tried to schedule it for like my 27th birthday. But then like my birthday was the same day that like everything shut down. Oh, yeah. So I'm excited because tomorrow I actually got that appointment. I had to schedule it for like the day before New Year's. But I was like, mm, you know, it's probably gonna be everybody trying to get their physicals that week. So go tomorrow, get this in, you know. Health is wealth. Health is wealth. I, like not to be cliche, but black lives do matter. And a mm-hmm. big portion of that is making sure we take care of our physical health by going to the doctors regularly, getting checkups and ensuring that we're putting ourselves in the best positions to live a long life. Not saying I'm expecting anything bad to come out from tomorrow, but hey, I just want to make sure that I'm, I'm in a good space. Yeah, you don't never want to catch things late. That's that's the main problem, especially as a person that works in the healthcare industry. You realize most of the, the problems that black people experience comes from not getting regularly checked and Experience the problems when they're in like stage four and things like that. So make sure you have early awareness on certain situations so you can have time to change is beneficial. All right. Okay. Meta teledoc, whatever. Come on now. <laughs> How you feeling, bro? I'm feeling good. You know, this week was was all right. You know, nothing too to complain about. You know, your boy gained his confidence back and now the stuff is off the air now. Everything oh, is looking that's good. A fact. You, you know, you like almost a what? It's almost two weeks? Not yeah, almost, almost two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Is it a week or two weeks? I would it's, say two weeks. It was Wednesday. It wasn't last Wednesday, wasn't no, it? No, it was December second. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you almost two weeks post op. Yeah, so you My son boy, got you know, a tummy tug. He got a BBL. Don't, don't so, do that. So, don't do that. But so anyways, ladies, ladies <laughs> you know, if y'all looking for a Santa, this, this, you know, this upcoming holidays, you know, my my information will be at this might not go well bio. So you know, click that. You know, send send a little DM for the boy. All right, you he know? lying. I'm gonna change that shit. So don't send it. <laughs> Come on now. You see, hate it. But anyways, you know. NBA season We here Preseason at least Is here Come yeah, on man. now Last week We was talking on You know Use wild and saying Certain teams Wasn't playoff certified To get in the play in But They're not Whatever <laughs> man But yo It's um what Day day three of games Anybody stood out to you So far since the season started Oh man uh, You know Unfortunately I'm a Knicks fan So I'm happy about anything I see good from Knicks And Obi's looking good You know He from Brooklyn so you know I'm excited He he got some hops on him So I'm excited about him Obi definitely like Looks like I don't know Everybody's They keep giving him All these Like his comparisons Are out of this world Like it's not like Oh Straw Miles Swift Like they said Amari Amari's Prime Kenyon Martin Like uh, it was, bl- pr- Young Blake Griffin no, I'm saying But that's a lot to live up to Remember Kenyon was number one pick He was yeah. an all star He's the worst out of those three guys When you really think about it, Those are all great players So mm-hmm. I just don't want Unfair expectations the guy that, sh- that shit stood out to me the most well, was two guys. Firstly, yo, Taylor Horton Tucker, the Lakers boy. I know he shot six to seventeen against the Clippers, but that boy got talent. Mm-hmm. And they think that he was a second round pick for them boys. LeBron might get six or seven. He's not slowing down no time soon. He might get six. If he gets six, what y'all gonna say? 
Can't say nothing. If he win the next two, what that make him? What that make him? Six and six. Yep. If he win the next three, what that make him? Seven and six. Magic was five and was what five out of ten? Five out of ten years? Five out of nine in the finals, right? Yep, yep. Bird was what three and f- three and three? Something like that. Something like that. Something like that, right? I know. I, know, I think he lost to um, he yeah lost three and three. Yeah. He, I mean, I know we know Goat Jordan was 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 six, six and zero. zero. Yeah. But they will before, never let us. <laughs> but without Scotty in a strong front office. Does that happen? LeBron has always had to run his front office. I'm just saying, LeBron. Yeah, I say LeBron builds his teams. I think that's the sign of a greatest player of all time. He knew what he needed to win. Yep, and he know, and and also all these new moves that these superstars are doing now. Not answering to me that we're going to touch on that. You know, superstars looking to to be traded, even though they're two years on the contract. Oh, all started from LeBron. I'm about know? to say the current model of free agency is on LeBron. Even we talk about Kevin Durant. I'm excited. KD, he's watching the game in pre-production. Like he looked like he back. And it's KD actually on a team where it's him, Kyrie, and a bunch of other good players, not other great players. So I'm if KD get one this year, if he stopped LeBron from another one, maybe I'll say KD is up there. But I'm I'm excited. But the other player I want to really touch on, LaMelo Ball, man. Shout out LeVar. We didn't give LeVar. We talked about it last week, but give LeVar Ball his props. All three sons in the NBA. All three. I know. Wait, you got I, to clap. Clap it up for my yeah, boy. Come on, come on now. I'm going to get the applause. I got you. Shout out to LeVar Ball. I know Jello didn't get drafted, but when you think about his skill set, all LeVar's boys can pass. Yep. Jello's the only one that's a certified scorer. He's a shooter. He's a sniper. But LaMelo Ball, he's like a confident Lonzo, bro. Yeah, and he, like, that first preseason game, he was moving with the ball confident. And I was like, okay, with the little pass to, what was that dunker? Oh, Miles Bridges? Miles Bridges, that behind the back, the behind the back pass? Ooh. Boy, I just feel like, you know what? He reminds me of Lonzo with the confidence. You know who Lonzo with confidence is? Jason Kidd, but taller. And he's taller than Lonzo. Lonzo is 6'6". Six, six. They measured freaking LaMelo at 6'8". I watched that boy grab 10 rebounds at the guard position. Do you realize he's playing in the most competitive league in the world? My boy grabbed 10 rebounds. He had four assists. He could have had four more if the, if the play was completed or they didn't foul the other players. And I think he's going to be better than Lonzo because he had overseas experience and Lonzo didn't. Yeah, I'm about to, I think he's going to be better than Lonzo because he got that mentality. Like, he wants... Those moments, he wants those shots. I know he went over five. We understand. Speak on it. We know he went. We we understand he went over five, over three from I think three point line. But look at the way he's playing with a bunch of guys that can score the ball, but can't really create offense. Uh, Devonte Graham, I know he hit. He was a breakout player, seventeen and seven, but shot thirty eight percent from the field. Right. Mm hmm. Terry Rozier, the year before in Boston, great shooter, but having it, but he was playing off of other great players. The fact that my boy is out here now getting you 17 points, but they got somebody who can come in who's tall enough to play on the wing. He can play the three. Gordon they got Hayward. Gordon Hayward. And freaking LaMelo is the same size as Gordon Hayward, height wise. That is crazy. That means, like, literally, they could play LaMelo at the three or the four. Meaning he doesn't have to guard the fastest guard. Was he strong enough to guard a big yet? Not necessarily. No, he got his could, body up though. But think about that. You could play all three guards together, and they can all just go in there on this. Like, do I want Lamelo? I don't. He got broken. I want Lamelo shooting guard though. I want him. I, I want him at the three right now because you know why? Defensively, there's not a lot of threes that's gonna get. Like, when he plays the real small force, he might get lit up. Yeah. But it's not gonna be a speed thing. It's gonna be a skill thing. Okay. Him on guards is like yo. He's going to go for steals. They're going to be dribbling. He don't think he's going to get past him. They're going to blow past him every time. At least with a three, most threes in the league are scoring. 
You feel That's me? That's true. So I I'm like, if I, they gonna shoot jump shots, they you know have a two dribble move. I can live with that. If they make a shot over you, he's six eight with a seven foot wingspan, a six eleven wingspan. I live with that. Every I, I'm, I'm. You know what? I'm. I feel sorry for him a little bit because I think this season is going to not be that great for him because he didn't have enough. He didn't have enough chance to really build up any skills because I. All eyes are going to be him. All, all eyes are going to be on him for this whole season. And he has to work on his scoring first before he can start making an impact. And I believe that that's going to be the narrative the whole season. And I feel like we shouldn't hold that against him because he didn't really have a proper way. He, you know, this there was no all, summer league. Yeah, this is not. Yeah, this isn't. This is not the right way for him to, to start the NBA, his NBA career. And I think I, I think that's going to be the overall thing for him the whole season. So I'm, I'm rooting for him for his second season. Yeah. I think that it's the same narrative for all rookies, but I think the fact that at his 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 go to position, there's already two certified guys in front of him. Mm-hmm. So it's not like he's coming in like he would. I I would have loved him on the Knicks, but he would have went to the Knicks with. He has a bunch of guys that want to score the same way he wants to score in transition in the paint. It's not really certified shooters on Charlotte. They have certified shooters. They have certified athletes and rim runners and dunkers. Their weak position is center. But they got big guys that can catch lobs and catch, yep. you know, catch the ball around the rim where he's going to throw half of his passes. I'm thinking he's going to average about maybe like 11 points. Maybe like, honestly, I might sound crazy. He might get eight rebounds a game. The way he you, was, I got my stat line for him. I have, I have seven points, eight assists, and five rebounds. I'm going high on the rebounds, man. I think he's going to get, he might be good for, I think he's going to get enough minutes Staggered Like I think he played 20 minutes And he had 10 rebounds And 4 assists I think he's going to average At least 7, 8 rebounds 6, 7 assists Maybe even 8 assists But there's still going to be the points I, I'm saying 11 on the high end Because the NBA He's going to play like 27 minutes a game mm-hmm. He's going to have some hot games Some cold games But I think Charlotte Got them a star And I think You know Looking at the guys That were drafted top 3 Wiseman is not playing In the preseason Anthony Edwards went 2-9 and nine For 5 points He's on a team With a lot of guards That do the same thing he does at a, And they do it better so I hope I hope Jordan Jordan please for the love of God play attention this year and really try your best to put some good pieces around him like you finally have a sort of a a good a, a solid foundation I don't know about I won't go out the way and say a good foundation yet you have a solid a solid one compared to other years please do not let your ego get in the way and put some pieces around them so they can actually do something this year. I think that they got a chance for the simple fact that, like, yo, Terry Rozier was on the trade block. Devontae Graham, even if he's not your prime, if, if you start. You could get a nice piece for Terry. You get a decent a lot, piece. A lot, a lot of teams can use Terry help. A lot of, yeah, a guard that can score the ball. He can get a couple assists. I know the Clippers. Um, the Clippers, yeah, that's a fact. Especially, they, you know, Lou Will, Pat Bev, you flip that. What? But And, on, on, and they can coach up Lomelo? 100% show him how to play some defense Give him some go-to moves But I think that You think about what uh, What do you want in a rebuilding team Like I want Like they got a young big in PJ PJ Washington That's a dude that's taking down Brittany Renner But PJ Washington Damn. Yeah <laughs> PJ Washington is out here You know he's, He can shoot the three He got, he has all the offensive moves That you would want from a stretch four Yeah you scoring off the court too he's scoring <laughs> off the court apparently Um Devontae Graham is still young. Terry Rozier is still young. Gordon Hayward's 30. He's getting overpaid, but he's a, if he's the number one, number two option, he's going to give you at least 18 points. Uh huh. And what he a, brings a nice veteran feel. Say they got some veteran bigs on the bench. Like, yo, Miles Bridges is still a good piece. He's going to give you 13 or 15 points every night. 
give you some highlight real plays, play some defense. Yep. Well, I'm, I'm, I, I, I see right now. I'm seeing a lot of, uh, I'm seeing a lot of oops to him. I'm about to say, boy was wild. He he dunked on old boy without the oop over one dribble. Yeah. So I think Lamelo's gonna be fine. I think he, him, and Obi have the two clearest paths to start him as rookies. And don't Isaac Okoro looked pretty good for um, Cleveland, even though he's not really a shooter. He went mm-hmm. two or four from three. But, but I'm saying I'm I'm jacking it. Lamelo is gonna shine his second season. This first season, he's not gonna really do that much, and he's not gonna really have an impact. I don't. I doubt. I doubt that he'd be the rookie of the year. But. I'm saying right now the second season and the third season, y'all gonna see a different Lamelo, and it's gonna be a different noise about him too. That's a fact. Shout out to Obi. Obi, I'm got Obi topping rookie of the year. Next time, got to go to score. He gonna get his. He gonna get at least 12 shots a game, 12, 15 shots. He can shoot. He could dunk. What else do you want? He gonna rebound. Yeah, but speaking of KD though, oh, KD. his counterpart was in the news this week. Yo, KD back, bro. KD back, but Kyrie Wilding. Oh man, Kyrie! I just don't understand. That we could start with the. What was your thought about LeBron James on his show this week, speaking on the Kyrie situation of him being not clutch? Um, I I had two thoughts. As a LeBron fan, of course, initially I was a little offended, thinking about like you know I saw the Twitter video where somebody was like, "Oh, LeBron has the most game winners since what 2009 or something like that." But I think when you think about Kyrie. I don't necessarily think Kyrie ever truly, not say he doesn't respect LeBron as the, a man, but I think his game, because Kyrie is a killer. He's in the same mold of, of a Kobe and a Jordan, not in terms of like like his greatness, but as a scorer, it's like Kyrie knows every time down, he said it, he said, I feel like every time I come down the court, I got a mismatch. You feel me? I think okay. LeBron plays the game in a way where it, it's, it's team first. It's he team played, first. Yeah. I'm making the right play. I could have a mismatch every time, and as a fan, we can always say LeBron, you can go to the basket. Like we, yeah, that, you could bulldoze your game, way. Game five against Miami before they the game before they won. That when it came down to him and Jimmy going back to back for Bucket, I'm like LeBron, you could do this every time. But that's tiring. That's tiring. Yeah, especially for a 35. And then they threw three or four people and he made the right pass. Danny Green just missed. But I felt like Kyrie saw that and it's like, yo, I feel confident giving the ball to a star and I know he's going to shoot the ball. If I, if I tell Kyrie bring the if I tell Katie bring the ball to court or give the ball to Katie in the last 30 seconds of a game, I know it's 90% bucket. I just don't understand where where the relationship went wrong. I mean, obviously we're not on we're not in the locker room, we don't understand what conversation. But Kyrie, you should have and this is not the only antic that he did this week. It, the whole media not talking to pawns thing was a bad thing as well. We're going to step into that a little bit. But I want to more so talk about the LeBron situation. What is your problem? Because when you was in Boston and you was having problems being a leader, you even mentioned you spoke you spoke with LeBron to talk about past issues and see how he regulates and how he leads. And now you come back and throw a shot at him. Like, what's really going on? Is it really a shot? I mean, it is. You said that. What? what he said that he knows um, when he. What, what was the exact quote? Because I don't want to miss. He said, that. "I feel like I got a guy that could go out and like he's gonna go get it with me." And I, you know what it is? It is a shot. But I'm also thinking about the relationship. You know, Kyrie does. He thought LeBron was sunning him. You feel me? And Kyrie feels as he should, but Kyrie feels like no matter who. Remember the video, the the first video of Kyrie post draft was at USA Basketball Camp when he was crossing everybody, and then Mans went up to Kobe. He's like, "Y'all beat you one on one right now." So that shows you the kind of player he is. 
LeBron is not going. I don't think LeBron will walk up to any player, rightly so or not, and be like, "Yo, I'm gonna beat you right now." No, but LeBron thinks it. I, that's what the thing. That's a lot of thing that. I, never, that's a that's a lot of thing. I think people don't give LeBron. Um, not credit for, but at least they mistake about LeBron. LeBron is very competitive. If you hear, if you if, if you hear, um, Uncle Shea, you feel me, Shea Shea, you feel me with Global Arenas, you will understand more of LeBron James mentality. Like LeBron is a killer, but he's just not the outward killer like everybody thinks he's not going. That, to, he wants you. He that not, want, everybody wants him to be. He's not going to kill you by giving you sixty every night. Yeah, and he doesn't want to do that. He says that multiple times throughout the year. Like, yo, I'm a type of player that likes to get my team involved first. I'm a team player, but if I need to score, I will score. But you should have known that. That was LeBron James' team. That's LeBron. Like, I understand if you went to Boston and Jason Tatum was feeling this way or or, or Paul Pierce, but you, you're you on a team with arguably top two player of all time. So that, that you, you shouldn't feel bad about being a little brother to him, especially when he's giving you the game. Do I, like, who, who's... Who, I, you know, side note, a lot of these, a lot of dudes in these days be calling other bros, big bros, big bros, big bro, big bro. This LeBron is a real big bro that I don't mind him being the big bro because what have LeBron have done his whole career except excellence? That's a fact. Off the court and on the court. That's not, that's not a bad person to be a big bro under. <laughs> you feel me? So I don't understand what Kyrie is doing with all of this. And like, you, I don't like. I don't understand. Like you was, that was never going to be your team. You was always in the lottery before LeBron came, and after LeBron left, you didn't do much. Why are you still on LeBron? That's a fact. I think he, and like I said, his mindset is probably like, "Yo, I'm a bucket. Katie's a bucket." Like I think that's he didn't articulate it well, but that's what he meant. Like, yo, coming down the court, I know. I'm a bucket. He's a bucket. Pick your poison. LeBron is a bucket too. But LeBron is not always going to go for the bucket. I think that's the point. I'm a LeBron jersey right here in front of me. I'm just saying. I'm I'm just playing devil's advocate. Do I think it was the right thing to say? Absolutely. I, I, I know you know this answer, but answer. Yeah, I'm gonna ask this question anyways. Who has the most playoff game winners? Of course, it's Bron. Okay. But and but KD is a better scorer than Bron. I will say that I, I will say I, 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 I will, I'm gonna give you that Because you know LeBron Especially now At his age He's not focusing on that But A younger LeBron A younger LeBron would But I'm saying Think about the games though Think about their game Like I'm not saying Young LeBron was averaging 31 Easy He was a scoring champ before But, but KD Effortlessly gives you You give K, LeBron in Miami Of course But KD Because he was giving OKC he Buckets them, He gave them work but KD, since he came into the league after his first game against Denver, boy was a bucket. Boy is, if anything, you say, if you would have stripped away all his other stats, he would still average 30. If he averaged 31, 1 and 1, everybody would still take him <laughs> as a scorer. And the fact that he added to his game to catch LeBron, where he, he was averaging six successes last year in Golden State, he's averaging eight rebounds, he's averaging a block. He, like, he added to his game to chase LeBron. But I'm just saying, like that mindset, and of- I hope everybody understands that that he adds stuff to Chase LeBron. That's the narrative that doesn't get spoken a lot. He went to Warriors to chase after LeBron. He added these movements and assists 
to chase LeBron. I hope that's the narrative yeah. that doesn't that's that doesn't that doesn't get picked up a lot because they just think, oh, KD is the number one player. Like, no, he's doing all this to chase LeBron. And KD, like KD, went about it. He followed LeBron's model. I'm just saying that for Kyrie's statement, what he meant was that boy, yo, I'm a bucket. He's a bucket. Pick your poison. You can't. If you, and if you double both of us, we got other weapons on the squad. But my part is, and now we could it could perfectly transition to what he said in the media is. How do you think media is going to take what you said? Like, of course, they're going to turn it into he's the villain. He's he's what we we agree he he the way it came out was terrible. Because because I'm saying out of all the players, who you think they're going to talk about? You didn't win no championship or did anything with Jason or Jalen or they went to the conference finals without you. They went to the conference semifinals. With you didn't you. do nothing with Brooklyn. You didn't do nothing with the calf pre LeBron. So who you thought was going to be the number one person? When you said that statement So that transition to My problem with Kyrie And and media is Just cause you can't Articulate yourself And get your point across Without it being misconstrued Doesn't mean for you to have Or or have a misconception Of the media And think that They're pawns And they're um, Whatchamacallit Not worthy For you to talk to Big facts I think again he said some wild shit. He reiterated, he doubled down on it. He tripled down on it at this point. I think that he's always had a weird relationship with the media because he moves. He moves weird. And I'm not going for I think he a Pisces, so I'm trying to defend him as best I can. Oh, man. <laughs> but he moves with his third eye. He definitely thing. moves with his third eye. And I'm not going to say the media is always right. They they do take a sound bite and turn they turn a mole into um, a, what is it, a mole into a mountain or something, a molehill into a mountain or something. Yeah. That's the old, old white man saying, right? <laughs> But when these old white men cut, cut your checks, like, yo, they're giving you 40 mil. I think Dame said it the other night on his, his live with Katie. He's like, yo, just do your media sessions because they're paying you $40 million in your contract. It says you have to talk to the media. And that's how you get your money for your other endorsements and everything. If you did not talk to the media, the media did not do stories on you. Do you think you have your own signature shoes? The, no matter how much you played. And I get it. I want him to be, I want him to be happy. I want him to be feel free but he's in an industry where access is 60% of the job you could be a player that doesn't live with the expectation but you get players access but, look- I'm, but I'm asking what, what what are you gonna do now because your press your press statements are bad itself you you did not want to talk to media and then you release a press statement and you, you media could easily look- attack you for what you said so I'm like what is the goal here because it, it, both parts you not talking to them cool but you release a statement and your state you don't even know how to release a a, a PC statement to to not do anything and you start this controversy again. So like what is the what is the goal here? I don't think he I think his goal, he's literally trying to I think he's trying in his mind, he's shifting the paradigm of NBA. Cause the media has forever created narratives around players that might not be true, but it's like, yo, you have no choice but to go, but to, you know, you either argue with it or you prove them wrong with your play. And I think he's trying to prove whatever negative media connotation they have about him wrong through his play. He said, watch the art. But he, again, you are getting paid almost $40 million. And nobody, oh man, I don't want to seem like the big Kyrie here because I love Kyrie. But my thing is before this, nobody was thinking of Kyrie. He was out since December with his shoulders. He couldn't go in the bubble. Nobody was thinking of Kyrie like this. Now, you said you didn't want media on your case. Now you just gave them the full on bullseye for them to be on your case for the whole season now. You had a chance to 
I mean, I know the LeBron stuff happened this week, so obviously they was going to throw you a question. If you media trained, you could easily avert it and let it die down. But now it's going to be, the longer you do not speak with media, the longer this story and this narrative is going to be on you for the whole season. So now you're going to play good. You're going to play a couple games. Watch when you have a bad game. You don't think the media is going to lay it on you? And it's New York. It's already the worst media market to be in when you when you are a star and you don't perform, and that's why. And you know everybody's been saying how smart he is, and I I believe he's very smart, and I believe he's very spiritual because even from his live that he did with KD, with the artworks in the back and all, and everything that he be posting on social media, is like very spiritual. You know, third eye. You know, creativity type of thing. So I think he's a very intellectual person, but you don't make. <sighs> Wise decisions Because you For someone that d- Wants to change the narrative On yourself And tell people To focus on The art You sure give them A reason not to That's a fact I mean I don't know I feel like They gotta figure it out I mean I don't think The the Brooklyn Nets Just got a new owner Like last year So I don't think He's gonna go for it And remember Them rumors is out there James Harden They might <laughs> Kyrie for James Harden I don't I don't think so Because you know Kyrie's the reason why They got KD So that'd be disrespectful That's a fact But who's Kyrie Who you think KD's more closer with The guy he actually Broke bread with And played with <laughs> Or the guy he just Got cool with A couple over the All-star breaks I mean they say They best friends So I yeah. Narrative we, we could get into that Another but, day But you know I, if, I'm, if I'm the league And I'm gonna agree With what Shannon Sharp Said on his TV show don't, Hey you don't wanna Talk to media Cool But those fine are going to increase. You got 25 now? Okay, 50. No more? 75. By the time by the time you start speaking, I'm going to have your whole NBA salary. <laughs> that's a fact. I mean, and that's the thing. That's a contract, so I get it. If he's if he has a greater alternative like a, a mission in mode in mind, I'm, I I get it. But you signed a contract, 40 million, you basically forfeiting half your check. They going to take Yeah. I'm about to say how much you get what's a game check? And also, the team is getting charged, too. Oh, yeah, that's that's where the part gets scary. He's got a new owner. He's a billionaire from China. But you think he want to keep paying these little fines because you don't want to talk? They will get you out the paint real quick. Mm-hmm. It's a business. Harden's looking to be reunited with KD, and they will move mountains for him. The only thing they need to send you and some couple picks to Houston because Houston don't got none, <laughs> and they good. I'm about to say, and Harden is a big player in China. You think the Brooklyn market, the Brooklyn owner who is a Chinese person would not accept China- James Harden right now? But before we move on to our next topic, yo, real quick, what's the best fit for James Harden? <sighs> or the best trade package you can think of off the top of your head? I'll say the Sixers. What's the you got to trade. You got to trade Simmons. You... If I'm the Sixers, I'm keeping Embiid at all costs. The whole lock, the the rest of the people on the roster are up for grabs, but Embiid has to stay. Simmons, uh, he will work well with John Wall and and Cousins. A lot of that's not there's no shooting though. That's the thing. Yeah, he could set them up. He, he could be he could be the real point guard because I know John Wall is not really he's really just a scoring person in disguise as a point guard. So that's why I'm saying because the Bucks, that's that, that was my pick. I, first of all, I don't, I don't know why he even put the Bucks on there because I think he had beef with Giannis. I'm gonna tell you why. All right, all right. I'm picking the Bucks. I'm going on record picking the Bucks for one. Brooklyn is not trading Katie and Kyrie as much as I say like yo if Katie and Kyrie, I mean Kyrie and uh, Harden are very similar in styles. Kyrie is younger. You probably get at least two more contracts out of him. Mm-hmm. Brooke, James Harden's already 31. 
And Kyrie is injury prone. He's, so uh, I get it, but Harden is also not an alpha. You don't know what KD is going to look like in mid season once that you know the wear and tear starts to build up. Philly, mm-hmm. I got to give the Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid one playoff series, one playoff series. And you know why? I'm over because because Ben didn't play last year. He was hurt. He didn't hurt. And and Doc has them. Apparently, Doc has them running pick and roll. You have a dynamic big man who can score anywhere on the court. But you could do that with Harden. Harden. You could do that. You could do that. But I'm saying Harden's style is very ball dominant. And you think about the Sixers, a lot of their half court offense goes to Embiid. There's this this having this truncated offseason, there's not a lot of time to really work on those. Especially now, the season starts in two weeks. Mm. Not even. Like ten days. Oh no, I mean it, 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 wherever he gets traded or he stays, yeah. it's not none of those teams well, are gonna really do that you, well. You mean to tell me first off, Chris Middleton gotta go. So Chris Middleton and James Harden. He fits perfectly between DeMarcus Cousins, Christian Wood, and John Wall. He's a great scorer. He doesn't need the dribble to get the ball. He has a contract that's sort of close to James Harden, right? Dante DiVincenzo. They already tried to trade him when they tried to get Bogdan. You mean to tell me I'm getting an upgrade on the wing and I'm giving up two shooting guards for a guy that can play 38 minutes? Giannis has alpha mentality. So when Harden goes into his playoff funks where he's still dropping 30 but it's not during winning time, give Giannis the ball. Run that pick and roll. And while they might not like each other, they have to respect each other's game. That's true. And then only the bad thing, Walker doesn't have a lot of picks. So they have to give up picks from like not even 2025, but like 2027, 2029. But those picks being far out means that, yo, the Rockets have a team that in the short term, the next three years, can compete for a playoff spot. And then as soon as those guys are ready to go, they'll have multiple first round picks from 2025 on. What, what was the new point guard that they got? The Bucks got over over the se- um over the offseason? What point guard? I know they have Eric Bucks, so but then they Oh, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday. So yes, look, and then look, Drew Harden, Drew Holiday doesn't need the ball a lot. He can get hit. I think they might trade for Drew Holiday and um Chris Middleton and some picks. I think they keep I think because of the package that they gave up, you don't trade Drew Holiday, but Drew Holiday and James Harden in the same backcourt, bro. Oh yeah, no, that meaning that's Harden crazy. doesn't have to guard the and Harden showed in the bubble he played defense, but Harden oh, doesn't yeah. have to guard an opposing point guard, an opposing player's best backcourt player. That's a big three, and you still have Brook Lopez. Mm. You still, oh, you don't have the you don't have the brother no more. Robin is in Washington. Yeah, but you don't have Brook Lopez. You still have Brook Lopez. So you got a, a a guy that literally you're creating all the space for Giannis, and it's like yo, we can run pick and roll, we can run yo my turn, your turn, we can run whatever, and it's two years. Giannis could say, hey, all right, you know what, y'all, I'm out after this season. You, you still have Harden. You still have Harden. But you know what's so funny? All these people who was dominant in the West are moving to or trying to move to the East. You got KD, and then Russ. now you got Russ, and now you have Harden, Harden. trying to. All, most of his teams that he listed was Eastern Conference team. I want to see the narrative about the Eastern Conference now, because now they're gonna. Now I'm starting to see they starting to downplay the Western because LeBron is there. And he's starting to uplift the Eastern Conference because LeBron is not there no more. And how many times are we going to do this? Well, let's think about the, the the system, though. Players, whatever conference LeBron is in, for the most part, you have to go through him. Even like the down year last year, two years ago, when it was him and the young kids. It's like, yo, before he tore his groin, they was fourth in the West. Yeah. They had a, a clear shot to get into the Western Conference Finals to play Golden State. And Golden State was damaged, so who knows what could have happened. Right? Yeah, that's a fact. And now it's like, it's him and AD. I know the ESPN rankings. I don't know if you saw those. Oh yeah, um, they definitely broken. But even if you say eighty is the the sixth or seventh or third or fourth or fifth best player, right? They're on the same team and they got better. 
They got the sixth man of the year who and the runner up and the runner up and Wesley Matt. They got a they replaced they traded for the sixth man of the year runner up and then signed a guy for twenty like eighty percent less that does the exact same thing in Wesley Matthews. Then Taylor Horn Tucker looks real. We know Alex Caruso is real. Then they signed Mark Gasol. So they went from having athletic centers who block everything to having centers that take charges and make the proper rotation, which is, I think, honestly, in the playoffs, it's, it's even better. more annoying as an offensive player because it's like, yo, I don't worry about my shot getting blocked. I got to worry about if I jump, they're going to take a charge. Because to be honest with you, Javel and Howard was only good for one season play-wise. Like, their style of play was only good for one team. It worked against uh, Portland because they had Nurkic and Collins and whoever. But when they started playing better teams, it's like, yo. Houston, eight. Houston, sat, they sat on the bench because yeah. they're going to do it. So now you got Mark Gasol who he can guard the rim and then on offense, he's running to the three-point line. And I believe I believe LeBron, when LeBron said that Kyle Kuzma's going to have a breakout season. I, I feel be- like Kyle Kuzma been been reading these comments and seeing all these hates about him and everything and I think he's coming with a vendetta. I believe that even if he doesn't have a breakout season Taylor Horn Tucker will and that makes Kyle Kuzma expendable and there's a, and let's be real I'm not even trying to shit on Kyle Kuzma. Kyle Kuzma as a, a top two offensive option top three offensive option averages 20 points a game mm-hmm. somebody somewhere not looking at the Knicks or or not looking at Charlotte these teams that could use his star power, he has a prominent endorsement from from Puma. Yep, he's going to he has a nice allegiance for fans, basketball fans might like him, but the kids love him. Oh yeah, I I, I I say this right now: if he gets traded to any team, he's going to be the number one scorer. San Antonio, you put him in San Antonio system where he can learn from Popovich, and what? you get back, you trade him, and you find some kind but of. I don't, I don't like Demar Derozan. Though. I don't want Derozan. I'm just saying, you get oh, you trade him for Derek White. Okay. You trade him for Keldon Johnson, a wing that has time room to develop, but also or Lonnie Walker, but has athleticism and he's young enough that you can still mold him and have give him play you where you want. And you get you might be able to get a pick back because he's the better player in the trade. Yeah. Why not? Ah, come but, on now. But the, the narrative is always gonna be you gotta go through Braun, right? So a lot of guys saw it. Braun and A D. A D is what, twenty seven? He's yep. he's younger than me. So twenty seven, right? Yeah, I think he just turned 27. He's just turned 27. No, yeah, he just turned 27. I'm turning yeah. 28. So, he, 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 like, you got him for the next... He signed a five-year deal. Braun is locked in for the next three years. And they have an opportunity to sign a lot of superstar in the future. I'm about to say, they got trade They got trade capital. You mean to tell me next season, say Bradley Bill wants to come. They can't call Washington and say, yo, we'll give you Kentavious Colwell Pope's contract. We'll sign and trade Dennis Schroeder, and we'll give you Kuzma in a future first round. You're not getting nothing else anyway. For Brad Bill If he just want to come As a free agent I'm just saying But to come to the East now It's like the East is open We've seen Anybody could beat Giannis you, Basically you got to go through Giannis is in the same position LeBron was Before he went to Miami Oh yeah You beat LeBron In the in the conference semis Or the conference finals You're going to the finals Because that's the only person That's worth Because every other thing Is a team Giannis's teams are built to to win the regular season, and the Celtics and the Celtics went down, in my opinion, a little bit this year. They lost Gordon Hayward, and they didn't get anything back. Of course, they lost. Yep. But I mean, even even so, the East is open unless Giannis comes back shooting 30, 30 If he shoots thirty four percent from three, then we got something to talk about. If he's taking six threes a game and he's making thirty four percent, that's scary. That's really scary because yeah. that means you got to guard him at the point of attack once he cross once he get into the top of the key. Right, and if you over, hard. it's over because one if you make that one mistake, he's already dunking. 
But yo, they said the heat might get hardened too, bro. Jimmy Butler, James Harden, and Bam. Who they have to? They gotta give up everything else. And I'm trading every. If they say that they will accept Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson, Goran Dragic, and Miles. I'm not going. I'm not going to lie. They're gonna. They're gonna have to put Butler or Bam on. Nah, they're not. And that's the thing. That's that's the thing about NBA trades. The superstars demand trades. They have the power because it's like, yo, y'all can get me for two years, but I'm out. And if you trade the farm for me, you're gonna have to trade the farm. Houston has already said, I want an all-star player or an established player, a young player or a combination of young players, and Buku picks. I want Anthony Davis, Drew Holiday picks. That means five first round picks. Three straight up and two pick swaps. Yeah, because they gotta recuperate from that Westbrook trade. I'm just saying, like, they got one. Who's going who's gonna satisfy that trade? They put an outrageous <laughs> trade. That's why I said Milwaukee could give you it won't be immediate. But you compete for the next three years with John Wall, Chris Middleton, and the Would you even want those picks from Milwaukee? But think about it: if Giannis leaves and then Harden leaves, and you got and you don't get the immediate picks, meaning Harden would be going in what twenty twenty two? I think I think if our picks don't kick in until twenty twenty six, bro. What they building? I think I, I'm. I, I would say he's gonna get traded by the deadline. Oh, out of that line. Let's see. Let's see how. Let's see how the teams are doing, and then because you know one thing about the one thing about these teams is they don't want a cancerous player right now, and Harden is a cancerous player to to the Hawk. I'm to the, I mean to the Rockets. So as he continues to cause disruption, they're gonna be like, yo, I can't do this no more, and just trade him for whatever. So hope your team still stay in context with the Rockets. You know it's crazy. I thought the Knicks could do it, but now I was like, why would I trade everything for a guy that definitely doesn't want to come here? Oh yeah, he's gonna leave in two years. I want to do that. But you know, just switching gears. I'm glad y'all tolerate our basketball talk. This shit, we be having fun talking about this shit. Yeah. But um, while we talking about the NBA, there are COVID is running rampant. Like we haven't had a superstar player. But I know Mike Conley, Marvin Bagley, guys have had it. And mm-hmm. thinking about a real world context, they just announced that the Pfizer vaccine is actually going to be. It's been approved, so it's like it's coming, like it's coming ASAP. Uh, yep, in like, the next in the next two weeks. Next two weeks, the Pfizer vaccine will be out. Yo, P, I think it's PFE or PZE on uh, for for your stock. Yo, y'all better look into that. That's oh about, yeah, that joint about the skyrocket Is tomorrow. Make, what was that other stock? Um, modern. A uh, Moderna? Moderna. Moderna went stupid, and I'm so mad. I'm, I'm not so it. I what? You know how upset I was for that, bro. I remember when I first started getting to it. It was like 36. Now it's like 144. Uh, uh, man, it's like a 160. When I looked 160. Last oh, it was like 160. Oh, I was week. sick when I saw that. But <laughs> not even talking about the stock conversation, but like, yo, I have this real big thing about this vaccine being, I guess, sort of an essential. I guess I, I I'm essential. You're definitely essential. I'm essential. I think. Mm-hmm. But I had. I feel like they're going to make essential work. It's going to be a requirement. For essential workers to take this yeah. vaccine, and if you don't take it, they'll probably furlough you. I think that this whole hybrid, you know, medical uh, video calls and teaching from home and all that—I think all that stuff's going out the window. They're trying to get away from it now. Yeah, they, this is touching too many pockets. Like, obviously, there's been people that's been making it a pandemic throughout this whole time, but we're gonna talk about them later too. <laughs> yeah, but these people, there's there's industries that are. The rest suffering. If you own a restaurant, my heart goes out to you. They just yeah. shut down New York again, starting yeah, tomorrow. No more indoor dining. Outdoor is cool, but I mean, it's, it's 30 degrees. It, 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 and it makes no sense because it's still kind of like indoor. How, how I don't know if you've seen how some of these restaurants put it in, but it's kind of like basically. You're in a bubble. In a bubble indoor. So you still can spread COVID in a sense. So I'm just like, I don't understand 
what's the idea with that? I'm I've, I've always been on the on the timing of shut shut the whole country down while giving people support for three months and this COVID stuff would be over. A hundred percent. I think that that's the most realistic thing, but the government is not in a realistic place right now. We have a transition. We just have, I, I read somewhere that Trump's administration is trying to execute like nine executions before he gets out of office. He's not even focused on stimulus. They're not trying to push it until uh, Biden comes in. I think once he, he said before the election, like I'm, we're not pushing stimulus to after the election. And mm-hmm. then, a lot of Mitch McConnell in the House aren't trying to push it as well. It's not Fuck the, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, hundred percent. Rich, also, White, Rich White mentioned not to, to not determine what happens to me and my brothers out here. And, and you know, you know, so I saw on social media today that I was like, I wanted to talk about like, yo, there should really be an age limit on people who serve in the Congress because you got Nancy Pelosi, love her, but you know she hasn't really done much, but love her still. She's like eighty something. Do you love her because of political affiliation? Just wonder, uh, just but I, I, you know, I did some research about her back in the days, and I kind of respect her hustle and her, her, how she got up to her, her position. So that, that I would say that where it came from. Fair enough. I just wanted to ask. I feel like being an asshole. <laughs> and then Mitch, Mitch McConnell is like seventy six, and I'm thinking, yo, in order for our government to improve as time change, there got to be an age limit. Because there's no reason why people who are in their 70s and 80s are determining life for the 20s and 30-year-olds and 18-year-olds. Yeah, like, it should be a cutoff point because, like, y'all don't live in the same realm as us and have the same insights as us. Because now, y'all still coming back from the olden days of how to do things. And you have to understand, like, we're in different times. And there's different situation and there's different way we perceive things. It's It's not the olden age I, I agree with you, but a hundred percent, the people that that those midterm elections where you can get those guys out, that's where their base votes in. They vote every year. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Whereas we only vote in the presidential election and then be shocked as hell when the the, the people that the president has to go through don't change. Uh huh. And then and then we run on why oh why procedures don't go along and everything. Yo, January fifth, I believe, is like the runoff election in Georgia. But if we get Please. that, then it's Democratic majority across the board. And then, and then that's when that's when I'm gonna really put the pressure on Biden because he don't have no excuse. Because you know I know time and time I have put in the excuse for Obama during his presidency. I don't want to talk about Obama because last week we, we did a whole segment, but <laughs> cry talking about that black man. But Biden, if you get the House and the Senate, oh, your first four years, you better be doing numbers. First, it might be his only that nigga. Oh, but and on a side note, like even thinking about, um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. Did I? Not thinking about like Biden and you know his his work ethic. I'm just like yo. We got to vote. We got to vote for these things. January 5th, we got to get outside. We got to make sure that, well, not even us. We got to make sure that the people in Georgia can handle their business and make sure that, you know, I said we earlier, I'm I'm an independent, but for the way the world's working right now, the Republican agenda is not working. No, I don't blame you. But also, 100%, just, I lost my train of thought again. Did I? No, I didn't. It's coming back. It's the tequila, y'all. My fault. I forgot. I, I ain't say today. I'm drunk. I've been drinking. I've been drinking. <laughs> but, um, I read an article earlier in the week about moderate Democrats who are like the older Democrats. And it's like, they're almost, they have pretty similar agendas to the Republican. And it's like, you think about within the Democratic Party, they're 
is this moderate older section and it's like new progressive section led by like AOC yeah. and what's um Minnesota what's uh is it Yan something or I forgot oh my god I feel bad forgetting her name forgive me I'll, I'll get that right for next week but there's like there's this young group of people who are pushing like you know climate reform and you know healthcare Medicaid for all and all these other progressive programs that they feel would be so essential to creating a more balanced America. But the older Democrats kind of laugh at them. We're like, "Yo, you're wild and stay in your place." And I think oh, that's that her name. Yes, yes, Yan, uh, Yan Omar. Excuse me, but like, and I think that's even more detrimental because even if you get a Democratic majority across the board, you still have to argue within parties. To get, yeah, it's a lot of Democrats that still hold similar ideals to their Republican counterparts, or you know, they might be conservative Democrats. Like, yo, we want this, but we're not going that far to the yep, uh, that far to the other side. And I'm just like, how is change ever really going to come? And that's why I'm saying, I don't know what age will be the best, but I know damn well I don't want nobody 70 and 80 governing my life. So I don't know if we want to do it at 65 and then you got to retire because most people retire around 65. That's a fact But nobody's giving up A position with power What? And you're making over 100k Nobody's giving that So I understand Why they're still in a business But That's something that We gotta talk to As a people Because It should be no reason Why those people Who were back in those days Are still trying to run things now A big fact I think the the country Has to change With the rest of the world And I think that the Government is always The last thing to catch up I think this country Was ready for a black president A woman president Latino president Etc Asian president LGBT um, president 20 years ago But the mindset Of the general Like the general populace Is like yo We can't get past Oh you're black Mm -mm, You can't be qualified You're gay You can't be qualified And that's scary But we're getting there slowly It just our grandparents probably look, especially if they if they pass, they probably look down like, oh, I thought they would have had this by now. Yeah. And now we're like, uh, hopefully whatever you, religious denomination you were in, you're like, oh, and you look back in 200 years like, oh, I thought they would have had that by now. I don't want to be in that position. So now, quick question, Slick. Now, if they offer you the vaccine, are you going to take it? I don't know. I, it depends 100%. I'm give you context. When they started saying that they were going to test us regularly at my job, at first I was I was scared because I was like not not knowing if I had it or not, but just like I'm working with people's children, I'm around people, I have to go outside now. How does this affect me? Like, mm-hmm. and if I say no, the first thing was like, yo, oh they 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 send you home and they don't pay you. So I was like, yo, it's kind of like you're forced to take it unless you're one of those people that were able to work from home off rip. But then after getting like taking like the random testing every, for those couple weeks, I felt confident because I was like, "Oh, I don't have it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good." Yeah. But now it's like this vaccine. Let's be real. A vaccine takes years to develop. But now is that true? Because I say the vaccine from older were based off of technology back then and everything like that. And now this is a pandemic that affected not only one country but the whole entire world and a whole lot of millionaire and billionaires' pockets. Maybe that's just the reason why this is the only incident, only instance where it been creative less. It been a vaccine been created less than a year. I honestly, I like I, I agree with that. Like I think like the fact that this like the fact that we were hit so hard and like you made a point earlier. This pandemic killed so much money for business. I know there have been. Freaking damn near trillionaires created from this, like the big bit, like Bezos and you know Microsoft and who else was? This is another couple other guys. Um, Elon was Elon Musk. Money. Elon's making bank, like based off the stock market and everything. Like I understand that, but a lot of business industries, like the restaurant industry, will never be the same. 
You can't. We can't even like think about clubs and how many clubs and restaurants closed down. We will never be able to go another fine wine again mm-hmm. and be able to turn up the way we used to turn up. Like yeah. you will never, you will never catch another wine from a shorty in a spot for at least till at least twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four. But I just feel like yo. I don't know because a vaccine is something it's carrying one thing but what else is it causing so if I'm in a position where I have to take it like for my livelihood I mean I might have to bite that bullet but I, I firmly believe in the zombie apocalypse so I'm, I'm kind of scared I, I need, mean I'm trying to I'm trying to hold out they say yo you got to take it before the next fiscal year or academic year alright cool let me see what's happening to the people that took it in December they turned into zombies yet Oh yeah, that's why I, I, I'm I'm stuck in the same part too because my job is often it and I work in the healthcare industry and ah man and speaking of a person who had it earlier and when it was fresh out I, I'm scared to catch it again especially because you know I want to say R.I.P. to Tiny Lister you know Debo from from Friday for you didn't know R.I.P. to him sending my condolences to his family but that hurt yeah he had COVID the beginning. When it first started And then Before A couple of days before he died He said that he was Experiencing COVID-like symptoms And everybody Who had caught COVID The second time Said that Yo Either they passed from it Or it was even worse When they first got it And I'm scared Because I had it before And I was in a, a Pleasant experience so I want to, and I've been packed up on my elderberries, my oregano oil, and all my other concoctions to make sure my immune system is up and built this season. But, and I'm a little scared because, you know, like, as a black person in America, you understand, like, these government don't be for you, even though the government didn't necessarily make these vaccines. But it's always, it's always a fear for us because... We had the Tuskegee experiment where they um, they gave us syphilis. <laughs> yes, and other and then even with GYN, the the the, the modern doctor GYN, he got his reputation from operating on black women. So they do all these things, and even before that, there was French doctors on the news saying they wanted to try do their test runs in Africa. So it's kind of like a, a, a fear and. And I do want to be safe from this. So I'm kind of like stuck in the middle of taking a vaccine because I know I'm going to be one of the first ones to be asked in the next month or two. And I'm just like, I don't know how I feel about it just yet. And I think the narrative, like we said, we have the technology to generate vaccines immediately. But uh, let's be real. Is the money in the cure or is the money in managing the illness? So we've been programmed to see that vaccines take a long time to generate. And it's possible that this could be this vaccine could work perfectly. They said it had like a ninety, what, ninety percent, ninety five, ninety five percent across and different. Like you got the the Moderna, Pfizer, uh, INO. It's a couple of different companies that got vaccines coming. Mm-hmm. So the success rate is looking good. But I just feel like the way that our society works with medicine, especially and illness, it, it raises some some questions where I'm like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. And then also, it's just like, yo, we could do this for for a pandemic that's because it's killing pockets. What about all these other vaccines of like all these other illnesses? This, this, cancer. They, they make more money off the other. They stuff. make more money off my, the prescription. Yeah, the prescription they make from diabetes and HIV um, patients is bread. I'm they be charging a hundred dollars. $200 for 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 their medication. So I, I see where you get from that cuz it the pharmacy, the pharmaceutical business is very caking. Uh, very debatable. I don't want I don't want to speak too much on it cuz you know, 
they might send the, the shooters. Yeah, they definitely might get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, off the map. But let's just say that America. In- I, I know why they make this so fast, and they offer it to a lot of people because this is hurting too many people' pocket throughout the whole world and stopping, like, like the airline industry took a hit. Like every, all yep. these countries who had tourists, like you realize, like outside of these major countries, the only place I can go is Mexico, and y'all fucked that up already. <laughs> yeah, like most of these smaller places, most of these smaller countries, um, um, countries are making their money from tourism. And you stopping that, their their economy is going down. So they're trying to fix everything right now. Big facts, big facts. Speaking of COVID, though, Ashanti, bro. I mean, matter of fact, we gonna we gonna get right back with y'all in a second. But I had to just throw that out there. Yo, we we I'm, I'm not gonna front y'all. I'm still alive because they canceled the verses. But uh, stop going outside. Stay your asses in the house. Mm-hmm. Ashanti, don't go outside till January after January 9th because I was looking forward to that verses. Oh, I was in my bag for that. I was Keisha's about to hit that. I thought you had my bag, and I was about to cry with her. Like, damn, that was my mama record. She paid half a cent. You ever saw that video? That, that video fight. That video. That song crazy. Uh, I know my sisters was hurt on that one, but um, yeah, man, we are gonna take a little break. We gonna get right back. If you got a special guest coming up right after the break, and. Remember, this is this this might not go well. Episode ten. And please follow us on all social media and leave a like and a rating. Big facts. Be right back with y'all. Don't get me started. This is a function, not a party. I'm busting my mood. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, now nah, I didn't know you guys were here. Uh, my name is Brian Ellis. I'm the host of Get Your Own Opinion Podcast. It's a podcast about the zeitgeist, about the culture. You know, I'm talking a little sports, talk a little tech, talk a little romance, talk about shows I'm watching. I talk about a lot of things that you might be interested in. I hope you are interested in. And if you want, you can come take a listen. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon Podcast. I didn't know about that one until they just hit me up uh, yesterday. But also, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing. I want to get as many listeners as possible. And even if you don't enjoy it, you could pass me along to your friends. They might enjoy it. And if you want to respond to the show, hit me up on Twitter, RT Black Superman or Instagram, which is G-Y-O-O pod. But if you really want to contribute, you listen to a couple episodes like I've started Patreon where you can help pay for equipment around the studio. You know what I'm saying? You become a member, you get backstage things. I'm start giving out merch to my Patreon uh, subscribers. You know what I'm saying? So it's patreon.com slash G-Y-O pod. And I appreciate y'all listening. But it's time for you to get your own opinion. Yo, welcome back to episode 10, y'all. We hope y'all enjoying taking this ride with us today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, y'all remember last week we touched on the male ego and just like the ways that its pitfalls have affected us. But there's been a video circulating on World Star and YouTube. <laughs> Shout out to World Star, man. Back in the day, you never wanted to get World Star. Oh, that's a fact. But it's a video circulating. What's what's Cat's name be? Oh. Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels. He's a lifestyle coach. Uh, he, he offers advice about, you know, the the personal appearance, how you can kind of achieve your goals versus socially, financially, mm-hmm. et cetera. But there's a clip going around, and, and it, we had a real interesting conversation just, you know, about his demeanor, basically just giving y'all some context. A woman came on and basically asked him how she can find a man that's on her level. So we want to play a little clip of it? Yeah, let's give, let's give the people a little bit. Okay, so that makes you, if you give yourself a five, that's average. Yes. So average looking women tend not to get high earning men. They tend to get average men. 
So, um, did you, did you, I mean, stop right there. Stop right there. Stop right there. Breathe and digest. You're 35 years old and you can look around and see the world. You don't tend to see higher earning men with average looking women off rip. If you do see them, they got them. They got their average looking woman when they were both really young and he built his way up. But a man earning the kind of money you're talking about does not go for an average looking woman. I mean, my body is not average. So, but your ma'am, you please don't make me say it. Say what? I really just wanted some advice. I love your. I'm giving you. I'm giving you advice, but you're not taking it. The advice is, ma'am, ma'am, you're average looking at best. I'm taking it in, but. Oh man, <laughs> yo! Oh man, average looking at best. That was that was brutal. When you when you hit me in pre like yo, we gotta talk about this. I was confused, but then after watching it a couple times, I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, I. Well, I mean, I think we would need a female perspective before we touched on this pro- this topic, right? I'm about to say normally I fight against guests because it's episode ten and we're trying to get bigger and better. I, I agree with you on this one. So, ladies and gentlemen, we we have brought in a special person, the chef with the mostest, Queen Brina is in the building. Queen, how you doing today? I'm fine. You fine? Why you sound nervous? Shut up, girl. Shut up. I'm not nervous. So, I mean. This video, I mean, I feel like I can't even as a guy, I can't even go <laughs> off the Yeah, I'm 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 wait until you get your stuff off before I go off. <laughs> so, like, what what's your take on this video? My man's Shorty really just came up here trying to see asking her asking a, a professional's opinion about how she can go about finding a man that's on her level and you know what she wants. He I don't want to say he shit on her cuz no, he did shit on her though, and I, I just, I oh, just off feel the like <laughs> off the gate. <laughs> I feel like he didn't need to shit on her just because I just, I feel like she wasn't asking for a lot. She was asking for basic things, like she just wants somebody who's gonna bring to the table what she's already brought to the table. She sounded like the table. She said she got a you know banging body. Her face is subjective. Subjective. <laughs> and even without makeup, she says she's about a five or a six. You know. She says she's a five on the wake up. Whatever. She's got a 13-year-old kid. He's self-sufficient. So <laughs> I feel like she can totally ask for somebody that's on her level because what is she supposed to do? Date down? Like date somebody who's not making as much as she is? That's a good follow. That's a clap, but damn, I wasn't even prepared. We didn't talk about this in pro pre hold on. Uh-huh. But um <laughs> it up one of them. But nah, I mean I hundred percent agree with you. I don't feel like there was anything that she could have like she, she shouldn't date down. Like she's a, a woman in her mid thirties with a kid, like you said, but she also has a business that a seemingly is thriving, especially during a pandemic. She's making bread. Mm-hmm. However, I don't know if it touched on it in the video, but is she asking for a black man? No, I. Because we could be wrong, because we need because there is a um a full interview. It's online. like a full thirty minute joint. We yeah. just saw the seven minute joint, but I just feel like as um Kenneth, right? Um, Kevin, Kevin, right? So as Kevin alluded to, it's just like, yo, I feel you, but the people that you're looking for most of the time aren't looking for people like you. 
And it sucks to say, but it's like when you really think about that tax bracket, a lot of times they're trying to push trophies. You know, they're not trying to push the, you know, I got my own type or, you know, XYZ situation. So I, I just feel like they trying to. I don't, I'm gonna get in trouble for this. Oh, they trying. They trying to avoid the headache. I'm about to get in trouble. <laughs> I just think. I I just think that not even her, but women want, especially if they are on the higher end of the tax bracket, want somebody that can accommodate their lifestyle. I'm not dating a man who makes less than me if he cannot accommodate a lifestyle that I've created for myself. And I think that's just fair to say across the board. Now, if you have the the drive and, you know, you are on it and you a hustler and you you trying to get there, that's OK. We may be able to look at potential and, you know, we can see that action because we all know that drive don't mean nothing without action. You may a woman may be a little bit more flexible with that. But I do think that a woman on the higher tax bracket wants somebody or even if she's doing well for herself, I don't even want to say on the higher end of the tax bracket. If she's doing well for herself. She wants a man that can accommodate her lifestyle or that can enhance it. And I also think that that's fair to say, not even for this young lady, but for all women, like, that's just what you want. I'm not finna pick up no broke nigga if he can't. It's, it's, can I go? Go. <laughs> Before you go, though, she's she not necessarily a young lady. Carry on. No, I mean, she's in her 30s. She's a woman. She's right, a woman. Know, I, I'm going to say this so I don't get canceled. Um, For PC culture, I'm just going to play devil's advocate. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I'm prepared. Sometimes you got to compromise and understand where you at in life. When you're five off the wake up... Don't be looking. Denzel, <laughs> but Denzel that's is not pulling up. That's subjective because <laughs> that was her. That was her rating. She said right. she's a five because she's honest with herself, and that's okay. So be honest with the guys that you're going to be dating at your age. But what if she finds a man that's like, oh, you are, you're, babe, you're a nine or a ten on the wake up. Is he making six figures? Because that was part uh-huh, of my criteria. I could find, find you little 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 Tyreek on the street working at UPS say, that will get you. Deshaun just got oh, got but off on parole. She wants, she wants somebody that's making six figures because she makes six figures, which is fair. Like I hear I hear men all the time say, "Oh, what do you have to bring to the table besides pussy?" Well, does do women not have the opportunity to say that too? What do you what do you bring to the table? You ever said that? I ain't never. Said I that. never said that. <laughs> but bring, I, I hear it. Pussy. And That's why. Make sure you got it in the lingerie. <laughs> Like what, what else I think I think it's fair For women to speak up And be like Yo I want somebody That's gonna oh, no, Be the table too Like oh, well, no, we, we, the table? We're not We're not I'm not shaming her For what she wants I'm just telling her What the reality is The reality I, is It's gonna be Slim pickings for you It's gonna be a while Before You're gonna catch that person Cause if you are persistent now, and you're are we determined. talking about just black men or are we talking that about was my question earlier that's are we thing. talking that's about men of all races because if you're telling me that I, I, I feel I like she could find men. she could find a black she could find a non-black man that could probably meet her at her table and probably offer her a lot more I, yo I'm not even gonna argue with you on that one but I will say I this I, I feel like just based on the tone and how, like the, the I'm guessing the audience that this man uh, Kevin attracts right yeah I'm assuming she's coming here looking for a brother Oh yeah, because she is a fan of the show. What she said, like she's watching him, and he has like a following too. Okay, so I have a question. So, what is it about brothers that oh, make damn. six figures oh, or more? 
like what is it about them that want let's just say a trophy or they want somebody that they could take care of or they want somebody younger like why, why does that have to be a thing I'm, oh, let's uh, no, I mean I mean for me I wouldn't say I want someone younger but definitely nigga it, you broke <laughs> oh, don't do that <laughs> yeah, my life is in abundance <laughs> That's crazy. That, I would say that because Law would say that. That's but uh, what you gonna call it? Um, I would say I'm definitely with the no kid status because I don't have a kid or anything like that. So I'll prefer, our preference will be you do not have a kid unless I really like you. Then I can, you know, deal with the kid type of thing. But I don't even know what I'm saying. Go ahead. <laughs> I feel I'm like trying so hard not to get kids. <laughs> nah, nah, bump that. I know I'm normally Mr. PC, but uh, I feel like. A lot of times, like growing up, when you saw the dudes that had money, like I'm, I'm, I'm going, to, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a retread to the idea of perception, right? So the perception of you having money is, yo, I got the the nice crib, I got the nice car, and I got the baddest shorty that's in any room I go into. At least she top three, and I probably top, I probably tap top one and top two. You feel me? So, in in her in in her, I don't want to say she's reaching, but I guess in her reach for what she wants. It kind of comes off as like, yo, you, there's no saying you can get a, a, a any kind of man at any time, but the average six figure, I don't want to say six figure nigga, I felt like a city girl, but the average, <laughs> the average six, six six figure nigga is trying to pull him a city girl or show that he wants a Carisha, you know, a young Miami, a, a, a JT. A JT. So he wants, so you're, so he wants somebody that he could take care of. He wants somebody a trophy he could, wife. He wants somebody he could take care of somebody he can trophy. And I think that that's just, it's all perception. I'm not saying this. I don't know this woman. Oh no, but and I want to really my part. I don't, I'm saying she can find a guy like that that can match her standards. But I'm saying it's going to be slim because guys around that standard is not looking for her. But there can be um, one or two guys out of 100. But <laughs> what makes her... Might, okay, so find her. I just want to reiterate to go back what he was saying. Like, I just want to make... I just want to hear what makes her not pickable. Like, why is she not a pick-me? Because she has a kid? Because she says she's baby a five-year-old makeup? Let's do it. Like, what, no, but drama. like, let's dissect that because he... That's what he was trying to say. He was like, you're average. You got a kid. What makes her not a pick-me to, let's just say, a man that's making six figures or somebody in her tax bracket? I like, mean, why not? the rip for her, I would say her confidence is a... It's a no for me. You tell she me... Confident? Sister, she, she's, she's not confident at all. She's not she said confident. her body. She's she said her confident. body's fine. She said her body's. She does not sound confident at all. You telling me you are five off the wake up, Mama? I, you don't got the confidence for me. I mean, me personally, you do not have the confidence. I'm about to say I met some twos who thought they was eight. Yeah, because <laughs> I tell you right now, I came across a lot of threes who thought they was ten. They thought they was D Wade out here. <laughs> and then you talking about oh your body is not average. Okay, but that's that don't. I mean, for me, your confidence Ass on yourself everywhere. is. That's you can you can get you can buy ass. Buy ass. They had a so oh, time out. Ladies, just wanted. I don't know who. I think it was it was a, a Miami doctor. He had a special for the holidays. It was twelve thousand dollars for the Brazilian butlers, and it came with the thighs. Just just letting y'all know. Just you know, get your booties up just in case. Was that an ad? I don't know. <laughs> if they won't pay me, if they gonna send the bread, I I'm with it. <laughs> but um, for me personally, she didn't she didn't sound too confident herself. And then also you saying that you had um, some baby dot. Oh, at least he's alluded to some baby daddy drama off the rip. Shows me that there's there's been a past relationship between you that's been going on off and off for years. So that's two red flags. Okay. So if I if I was her if I was quote unquote on her standard, I would look past her just off of this interview alone. Man, 
I'm just, I guess I gotta be the asshole. If I make six figures, I'm not signing up for no headaches. So you just said it, baby daddy. I'm not dealing with it. But are you so, headache free? But that's the thing, though. I'm just a, saying, like, if you are a headache six figure man, I understand. But if they're not headache free, then why you care about what she got going on? Because unfortunately, she can take care of herself. Is the point though? So you're trying to pick up a broke bitch with headaches, but you're trying to tell me a six figure woman who got her own shit. And she could take care I'm of herself. Saying, you're not going to take her, but you're going to take up a Carisha who got issues. I'm not. No offense, Carisha. We love you. She just, she just needs some money. That's. <laughs> I'm just. So no, that's, I'm just answering for the I don't perception. I like that. I don't like that. Um, but I mean, if I'm at that bracket and everything, I don't want headaches or even want to entertain someone. And then also, with relationship, isn't it more than just taking care of yourself? Yeah, you could take care of yourself financially, but what about the other parts of the relationship as well? Like what? Emotional, mental, all that. Spectrum. But she didn't say. Did she say and that's what I, she yeah, wanted? I, I, I support what she said. She didn't mention. I think. Yeah, she didn't say all that. She I, was just talking about. But, but money. you're just saying that you can take care of yourself. I mean, financially, that okay. That's a good. That I mean, I don't want this. I don't want to like disregard her. Disregard that part. Right. She said she that's wanted a good man, part. so I'll give you that. That's that's an important part. But what is a good? What man? else? What's a good person? That is subjective. What's a good part? <laughs> I, I'm do, I'm gonna I'm gonna say straight. I don't think what he said was wrong. I think it was very very direct. It was all yeah, straight, he, no chase. He could have laid it a little nicer. And I think that he jumped on her at a point before she could really elaborate on what like she never really spoke on her dating issues with other men or her like we didn't get that. We he really, just was calling her average. He's like you're average, you're average, you're not getting no man, you're average. But then, like, but, uh. then, but but then to, to to play devil's advocate for a lot of men, and I've even been guilty of this in multiple times in my life, it's like. When you see the present, the initial presentation, you already make assumptions like, oh, <clears throat> like if I seen Drea out before Drea was Drea, it's like, oh shit, shorty bad, she got ass, she light skin, she, you know, she doing a little fashion over deals. I'm fucking with it off rip. I don't care. But who's to say she don't look like that outside in the streets? All she said yep. was, he said, I think he asked her, what you like on the wake up? She said, I'm a five on the wake up. But on Please the streets, don't, don't she, probably looked, stop, she probably stop, looked done just, up. Stop. She out no, here. She looked no. done she up fine. in that video and it was not hitting. I'm sorry. Don't. <laughs> I'm about to say chill. She looked done chill. up. Okay, but. I love you, black woman. Listen, but. I say another man's trash is another man's treasure because and you don't that know. That's a treasure. Might not have six figures. I might not be a good nigga. That was the only. But like I said, I also feel like a woman just wants somebody who's got me here at her table who's also going to be able to provide for her, who's also going to be able to continue her lifestyle. She set up a lifestyle for herself. That's fine. Now, if you're introducing me to new stuff and you putting me on, okay, cool. But if I already have a lifestyle established for myself where I'm Dioring myself out, I'm flying myself out, then you better be able to match that. I, if you're making less than me, you out of there. So I don't think that she needs to lower her standards. I think she just needs to wait around and meet somebody. Standard, but who's just, there. She might but just know you're going to be waiting a while. Just I, she, and that's the most important thing I want to say is I don't think that she can't find someone. I just say it's slim pickings to find someone of her standard. I'm just saying that's cool and dandy to have that standard, but you're going to be alone for a while before you come across that person that's going to that meets your standard that, that that's going to show interest in you. Okay, I get you there. And what I do, I do agree with him. And he was like, what did he say to her? He said that she's older. And I agree with that just because I do feel like as women gets older, the slim pickings is very true. Yeah. <laughs> it is true because we got not for nothing women. We got ticking clocks, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. But 
And I do think that's why men tend to pick up younger women and they have this fetish when they're, you know, making money. They want this younger, pretty girl. I get that part. True enough. But I do think that there's a a man out there for shorty. So I don't like that he was discouraging her. She just might have to open up the player field. Yeah, that's that's what, that's what he's saying. You just got to open up the playing field. Like, you know, you set the difficulties a little too high. I'm about to say. It's, it's, but what was she saying that was too high? I really feel like she was asking for regular shit. I want a man who's going to treat me right. I need him to make his What's own money. What's treat you right? What is, what is a good man? What is a good man? Answer these questions. I need definitions. You're going to provide for me. Financially, but you're making, but you're you're making, making six figures. Okay, but you're gonna be able to provide financially, emotionally, and all that good shit. I don't give a fuck about your emotions. <laughs> Why not though? What? Because what? Oh, like, no. your, like, what does your money? Like, I'm confused now. We're talking about emotions. What is your money gonna you do see, for me? Like, if I'm sad, what box. you gonna do? He's making six figures. Your hundred dollar bill gonna cut on me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I give you a couple of them joints and lay it next to me so I get home. We making money together. You making your money, I'm making my money. We can have a happy life. I'm just saying. At that point, and I'm 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 thinking from a black male perspective. I don't know too many black males making six figures. I'm not mm-hmm. going front. And I'm assuming just because she's a sister that she's looking for a black man making six figures. Because I mean, initially you going you going to go to what you know. Yeah. And I think that might be why she's having a little bit of trouble. A lot of the mentality in the community is not about emotional sensitivity. Emotional intelligence is not very high across the board oh, in, yeah, in the black is, community. That's a big fact. You telling somebody that's getting bread, and a lot of times you making money. That means I'm probably working a job, especially if it's legal money. I'm working a job where I'm probably not home a lot. I'm probably grinding a lot more than you know. I won't be able to meet you. I'm not. I'm not accustomed. Over time, I can learn to meet your needs, but then we also got. Property, we got other shit that's like a lot of time mass and compensates for whatever. I'm not gonna say remedial issues, but emotional issues that we might have as a couple. I bet. So let's take emotions out of it, and let's just say she's like, okay, I want somebody who matches where I'm at in life. I don't see again where she went wrong. I'm not saying that she said that she can't be like, oh, you know, he needs to make X, Y, Z. I don't. Did she? Uh, did she say that he needs to make six figures? Um, yeah, she up said to her standards. Yeah. Up to her standards. Okay, so let's just say she just wanted a man that can compensate financially and that could bring to. I still don't see anything wrong with that. And I feel like even if she did hold out to find a brother that was on her level, and he may not meet her there emotionally. And over time, he can learn because you you have to get accustomed to people's love languages, which is fair. Mm-hmm. I still don't see why he was shitting on her, telling her she's average and she's just and- she's at. I'm saying, remember, my initial point was the perception, a man's perception of a woman when he first sees her, th- those initial meetings, pretty much lay the groundwork for whatever. So it has to be her face. That's it. That's what we're saying. Like, be, don't sugarcoat. There ain't no damn perception. Like, it has to be her but face. Face is her perception. face and her body yeah, needs to be on point. Are. And that's not how I that. know not that only, I'm moving forward. Not only that. B definitely just said the way, as soon as he asked her, how do you rate yourself? She said a five. Off rip. I'm not fucking with it. Because mm-hmm. she wasn't confident enough. So, yep, yep. You, you, so you got the bread. All right, that's cool. You got the job. All right, so then you guys have seen on social media those comparisons where like, oh, you have Taikisha who's got three kids. She a bald oh, head. And and she's, the, yes, okay, and she's broke. But you have a, a subpar shorty who's making six figures, got her own, no mm-hmm. kids. I'm taking them and to Disney. I've seen, <laughs> no, I've seen plenty of dudes pick 
B, Tykeisha, who got four, five kids, three, four, five kids, good. who broke. <laughs> she's broke. She don't got nothing. He's got a financial take of her, but all because she's fine. Um, but that, I, you, but somebody you, but said key, earlier. The key, the key thing is, we're not going to stay there for long. But somebody said earlier, if I'm making six figures, I don't want to deal with no headaches. You got three kids. What you going to do, eat their fruit snacks? Okay, headaches <laughs> is different when it's long term. <laughs> I could deal with a short term headache. <laughs> now, you're talking about migraines. How many niggas left Drea before she got that football? <laughs> uh huh. So you're talking about migraines. That's a migraine if you stay there for a long time. That's a leave. A little headache for a couple months. Okay, so I you're saying you that. start off with B and you end up with A. But why not just I'm not start it off with A, with a to begin with? I'm not ending up with A neither. It's a C out there somewhere. Or D, E, F. This is why men deserve nothing. Oh. Deserve nothing. You see, this is why no honesty <laughs> can never be. And I think I think that's why the clip got so much, so much like it, it circulated so much because Mel honesty. And, and I'm not gonna say he was right because he off the rip, he went solely off presentation. His his initial perception is shorty was like, yo. You're not even talking at talk. You don't look the way I'm expecting you to look for what you're asking and for. And also, this is going to be a little context. And pro- that was really my problem, is he just shut her down immediately. I think, oh, wait. I'm going to give him a little stack because I've been watching for a while. Um, that initial show was supposed to be on a different topic. And she came on, and he believed that she was going to talk about this topic, but she came looking for a relationship advice. Okay. So, so she he, did it to herself. She did She did a turn and he was a little annoyed off of that and if you do watch the whole interview at the end he kind of like got a little more angry with her because he was like I wasn't even trying to talk about this I was just taking time out my day to help you because you switched it up on me. So I'll give him that that's why he was probably a little more rude than he usually is. And you also mentioned in pre that he actually has a, another interview with a guy that was in a similar situation. He was fat. You know, he was told, I want to oh, die. Oh, yeah, he's, he's definitely equal so, for oh, gender. Don't nothing change because men, because I know a lot of women that are not dated men that don't meet their standards. So we could talk about it. Say that again. I know a lot of women who are not dating men who don't meet their standards. And I think that's just as fair if just listen, it's I don't disagree just, with you. No, that's just I a, agree it's with fair. You. I, I don't disagree with you. I don't agree disagree with you at all. You can't, you can't be broke, fat, ugly, and all that other stuff and expect to pull hey, out. First of all, I don't like that we keep saying fat. It's a, big boys. The girls, it's the girls out there that like you. Okay, in the, in the fat win- does not mean nothing. Time, girl, in the winter, time. don't do that. Don't do that. The big get, boys, big boys out there. Y'all listening? Y'all start smelling like bacon and shit. They be off the rip. It's a lot of the girls that that like the fluffiness. Okay, to keep them warm, they want to cut. Don't nobody want to be feeling like they're laying on a remote control all the damn time. <laughs> that was a good one I ain't gonna front That was funny Shout out to the Skinny Brothers Out there man Yo we hold it down But anyways <laughs> <laughs> Anyways I felt a little attacked okay. But it's okay it's a little... So don't throw shit On but, the fat but, boys Okay Okay we, So it's also, also, wait But also we was talking about How girls want to date a guy Who will make less money than them Or if they do date a guy That makes less money than them they kind of throw it in their face. What do you have to say about that? We was talking about that earlier. Right. I also feel, like I said, I feel like women are not going to date men who make less than them because they already have created a lifestyle for themselves and that shit needs to be matched. That's 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 on period. Now, if there's like if there's potential and you see that action behind that potential, of like I said, some women may be flexible with that and that is okay. But 
if she's making more money than him, no, it's not going to happen. Okay. okay. And she's definitely going to throw that in his face. And I do understand that it is like a male ego thing, but. I was going to say that. Yeah, it's a male ego thing, but she may, like, and I don't even think some women do it on purpose. I think it just comes out that way. Just, it comes out out of anger or frustration. Um, But it does happen. But I think on a regular, no quality woman is going to try to date a woman, a man that's making less than her. Unless she's that she got that savior complex. And I know some women that are like that, that feel like they can help any man that want to fix him. He could be better. I see the potential. Girls, leave that shit in 2020, okay? 2021, (laughs) if you making over six figures and you trying to save a brother... Don't do it. Don't do it. My my handle's on the IG. (laughs) (laughs) That's why not go well on all social media. But why? Okay, so here's my thing with that. Me, me, me and Slick was talking about, we don't mind being a stay-at-home dad. Even if you are making more money than your partner, are you not going to try to push your partner to be better, try to push your partner to well, be the best they could be and make more money? I mean, I'll push my partner whether she make it more or less than me. Whatever you want to do. Even if, even if what you want to do is not going to make you money, it's going to help you with your spirit, I'm going to push you to do that. Okay. Oh yeah, for 100% fair. I but feel like I ain't gonna lie, I'm just gonna guess you gonna cancel a little bit. You canceled. I said my shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, I do. I do have a, a fragile ego of when is dating a woman that makes more money than you because it's always that really? fear of she might throw that in your face and that kind of that when she when a woman throw that in your face or when she's mad and she says that oh you wouldn't have this if I bought. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I ain't gonna lie that's you why you don't But nobody wants to hear that though I don't think that's just a male thing I think that's also a woman too Because as a woman I don't care if it's a friend I'm in a relationship or whatever I don't ever want somebody That had to do something for me To throw that back in my face Because if you can't do it out of love Or you're not doing it wholeheartedly I don't even want it So I don't know that that's just a male thing I get it may hurt more If it's a male thing But as a woman like I don't want that If you can't do something for me And you're like oh Yo I give you my last two dollars Because I love you Like okay cool But don't two months down the line You know like oh You didn't have two dollars And I gave Don't do that shit to me Because I'll never ask you for anything again That's a fact I mean, I got good dick, so I'm not really trying to throw nothing in nobody's face. So I'm fine with that. Hundred <laughs> percent, like it worked. It worked. Trust me, I got a roof over my but head. But I think it worked. In, in 2020, there are a lot more stay-at-homes, Dad, and I appreciate that. I think there's nothing wrong with a man staying home and taking care of the kids, holding down the house, making dinner. If his wife you makes more than Oprah? him, you hear that, Oprah? I'm not going to front. Nothing. Not going front. This Oprah did it. Shout out to Stepman. Stepman, you are living the fucking dream. Stepman was at the. You hear? I don't see Stepman on the internet complaining about nothing. That nigga be in his little bat cave just chilling. You don't complain about nothing, and there's nothing wrong with that. And Oprah loves Stepman just the same. Shit, let me tell y'all, when this stock market shit hit, best believe I'm in the crib. We can have as many kids as we want. Yo, babe, I'm talking to you. You out there? Just know, the kids is coming once the market. Once I see a million stock account, it's all sight. Just know. You going to work and I'm staying home. So y'all are okay with dating a woman that makes substantially less than you? No, no, no. What's no, substantially no. less? Like, like, like she making like she on welfare? <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm making like ninety. She making like twenty k. Oh nah, go on. in twenty twenty. <laughs> hold on, what's wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. What's the context? Like, no, if it's what do you mean? No, fuck that. I'm doing the math. So 15, you just said you just said you're making eight, ninety, and I said she's making she's making twenty to thirty k a year. That's six hundred a week. Cause she got a little light part time job. Uh, what's how many weeks is it in a year? She in school? No. 
Nah, that's that's impossible. Minimum wage fifteen dollars. She gotta make at least thirty one thousand two hundred dollars. Right, so that's impossible. <laughs> I said twenty thirty k. You don't know if she yo if she if she work at McDonald's. Fuck that. That's New York minimum wage though. So she better be an IG model. Have a that's fashion New York. Over I was about to say okay. So if side. New York standards, she's making thirty k. You're dating her. She better be the baddest thing in the city. But she's perfect though. She fine. She got an eight in the face. She can cook. She perfect though. But she making 30K. Wait, she, is she funny? Because women don't be funny. Oh, now she needs to be funny. Fuck it. Fuck it. Women don't. Sorry. Forget it. Forget it. Yo, it's like... It's, it's like now she needs to be funny. Not only does she know... She she need her to juggle too. The hell? Like, not only does she need to be pretty, a nice body, now she got to fucking juggle and be a clown. Hey, hey. Some of y'all have bad, bad sense of humor. <laughs> I'm about to say, that means on my birthday, we going to Red Lobster, the fuck? What? And what's wrong with Red Lobster? On my birthday? Every other day. Jay-Z took Beyonce, Beyonce took Jay-Z to Red That's Lobster? A- you don't really believe that. Yeah, she was saying, saying that all for all the basic women out there to, feel, to make y'all feel real. Beyonce, Beyonce makes all inclusive music. She wants you to feel like her, even though you can never feel like uh, her. Listen, what you talking? Beyonce ain't going to no damn y'all red lobster. Y'all sleep on them cheddar baked biscuits all y'all want. But to answer your question, I will date her. And I would motivate her to be more than just a Madonna. There's nothing wrong with being a Madonna worker because, you know, even though y'all flurry machines be messed up and everything, but <laughs> they don't never have no ice cream, bro. <laughs> never. I would date her. What about you, Law? <laughs> oh, it was, it was my fault. I thought my mic was muted. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna date her, but he gonna call her broke. I, I will date every chance he get. I will date her. I will fuck her and call her. But broke if she doesn't have any any like ambitions, like she's like if, it, if we're going like depends how long. Like if I know you for a minute, I, I can fuck with. If I know you, where you trying to go to, but if you just out here working at McDonald's trying to be an Instagram model and shit not hitting, you only getting thirty likes a picture. I, I don't, don't know. Maybe 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 I'm being a simp, but if, if she <laughs> if she's like supportive, like you know, it's it's hard to find like a good supportive person. Not even just women, just overall. Hundred percent, because I cut if, your ass every day. See this? You had to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the middle of my soliloquy. <laughs> But uh, what you would call it? Like, if she like very supportive, even, I would I would still date her because it's hard to find something like that. And if she has all the other qualities that I like. Then your income is not going to matter. But maybe it's because maybe because I'm a guy and I'll be like, I want to be the provider, so I wouldn't mind. Mm, nigga, you see how much rent is? You gonna live with her? Oh, too? we gonna be, be, you gonna, you gonna transfer <laughs> your McDonald's I, but to I down south? I agree with you though. <laughs> I, I agree with him because I feel like the roles have changed in 2020 now with millennials and all this extra stuff. Men don't care to be the provider anymore because they feel like, oh, everything needs to be 50-50. Yes. Um, oh, let's talk about this now because y'all burking me, all that good stuff. Shout it's out clip. to Weedy, but you was wild. Uh-huh. Y'all need to start paying for these dates because y'all don't want no no Olive Garden unlimited breadsticks now. Y'all want Carmine's. Y'all want Roof Chris. Y'all don't even know what steaks. Y'all even like steaks medium rare. Y'all eat them shits medium well done and all that. If you out here eating period steak, you wild if you said medium rare, but that's another story. <laughs> medium rare. You out here There's nothing wrong with medium. Medium, medium is rare? perfect, but medium rare, you eating period. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I say on the old traditional standpoint that we had for dating has to change. In uh, a sense, not, uh, uh, is not, it, not everything. It's adapting. And ch- I guess adapting and changing. No, it changed because, you know, I, you have to understand the history of it. Because the only reason why you had to get a job and then go to home, her father. Yeah, you had to do all of that. And, and that's and where I, those actions come from. Yeah, but now if we're switch, wrong with that. If, but if we're switching it up and we're saying everything is equal. 
then dating has to be equal. That means women shoot your shot more, pay for more, ask guys on. But dates. what I think it, what I think happens is that because women ask for equality on some fronts, men feel they take that and they run with it. Because I'm asking for equality at work does not necessarily mean I'm asking for equality in my relationship. I still want a man to be a man. I need you to provide. I need you to build shit, stay out of women's business. I need you to be a man. My fault, y'all. I'm you. Did you just say that you want equality in the workplace, but you don't want equality in your relationship? But we're talking about what equality means. But that's what I'm saying, though, because I may not want to be in a relationship where everything is 50 50. What's wrong with that? I grew up and I think for a lot of women, it's like that. I grew up in a relationship. I grew up in relationships where the man was a sole provider and I come from a family like that. Like my mom worked because she wanted to work, not because she had to. My dad paid all the bills. And my mom worked because she had four kids that she wanted to take care of. And we were able to get the things that we wanted because she had a job. But my dad took care of everything. So I don't see anything wrong with wanting something like that. But I also feel like now men are like, oh, it's nah, y'all want equality, everything 50, 50. Duh, duh, duh. Like, Why not? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that if you are finding okay. a partner that wants that too. But I don't think that shitting on people who want that should be a thing because some people grew up with a certain type of lifestyle and they want to maintain that or they want to well, keep that tradition going. don't you think it with the whole equality thing? The discussion? The discussion? Because you, you can't preach the equality and then make... Because it's not only just equality in the it workplace. It can't work when you want it to work. View, it's viewing it. Yeah, it's like you can't turn equality off and on. It's like if you're going to do this, you got to do full throttle all the way. Okay, so you you guys are saying that it's all encompassing. If I'm going to ask for it, then it needs to be across the board. Yeah. I think it's confusing as a I guy because it's like, yo, if I do one thing for years and you tell me this is the way it goes, and all of a sudden it's, it's not even just like you want to change, but it's like everything I was doing is wrong. So... I'm trying to rewire myself and then it becomes like, yo, all right, don't hold the door for me at work. But when we go out, yo, hold the door. Do, like these little things. Yeah. It's like, I just want to make sure that I'm not fucking up on any level. And it's hard to know when to be quote unquote the man and when not to be when it's not like, like homeboy put the check on the table. It's like, I'm looking at you like, so what we do? We, we want my car. You want me to sell? Like, we going to No, you pay. <laughs> <laughs> you better pay. Like, uh, uh-uh. you making you making six figures. You better <laughs> drop that. Say, you better pay. Yo, babe, you could pay on on the weekdays. I got now, weekends. I, you see, see that's, that's why I love like, Olive Garden because they have the split offer, evenly <laughs> button. You hit that man. Real quick. If I offer uh, to pay or to help with the bill, that's one thing. Am I gonna look at you different after we leave because you say yes? Absolutely. No, but, you see, you should do that. No, <laughs> and, no. and then stop that pump fake because now 2021, you do that pump fake. I'm making you pay your meal now. I ain't gonna lie. 2021, we're not gonna be able to mm. eat at restaurants. This Say 2022, bro. Shout out to your restaurant no, owners. We love I you. also listen. Me wanting the same pay as a man in the workplace does not equate to what I want in my relationship at home. I think those are okay. definitely different boundaries, and I think that just because you ask for something does not mean it needs to be all across the board. And I think that's just fair to say. Like, I'm sorry, feminists, y'all may argue with me on here, but. When I come home from a long day of work and I got to deal with stuff like I want my man to be a man. I'm sorry. I'm, I don't want to have to be 
the one wearing the pants when I get home. I want to be taken care of. I want my man to fix things, and you know, I want, I want that. Okay. I'm, t- I'm, I'm the bitch at work, so I got. <laughs> <laughs> I wear the pants at work. I'm the boss. I don't want that when I come home. Big facts. And to the photo before you go, before the feminists, direct that to her. Uh, Chef, <laughs> Chef Brina, you want to drop your Instagram so that people can direct this to you? Don't, I don't want to see me. shit in go my DMs. Talk shit to me on Twitter. I'm going to answer. It's XOBrinaXX on Twitter, whatever. But I just, uh, I agree with you. I think that's this conversation you have to have with your partner to see how y'all I guess, the dynamics of your relationship will go about. True. But that's but, but that's what I'm saying. Though. It doesn't have to be all across the board. I mean, but then that's what makes it weird, though. It's like I don't know. It's like I said. It's like you feel like you like it's like relearning something you've been that's been drilled into you since you was young. And I was like, yo, people say chivalry is dead. I'm like, no, we just trying to figure out how to play the fucking game. <laughs> that's a, that's a, Listen, that's man, a open those doors, pull out those chairs, pay that bill. We appreciate you coming through for this segment. Thanks. For first guest, the first official guest on the show, y'all. And don't cancel us for what she said, you know. Her, her opinions is different. Y'all can take your energy to me. <laughs> it's fine. I got the time. Any last thing you want to say on behalf of women? Anything you want to promote? Anything like that? No. Dang, she ain't look. She ain't got nothing. <laughs> look at this. Equality. All right, we don't so, like broke niggas. That's it. Oh, my God. All right. So we're going to play a lot of ad and we're going to come back with y'all with some other topics. All right? Yes, sir. Say I never met a girl, no, no, who satisfy my mental and my physical thing. Oh, shit. I'm supposed to be my fault, y'all. I just, I be singing sometimes. I just get in my bag and hear the music and I don't know how to act. The music just pops to my head. I have musical Tourette's and shit. You feel me? And I just blurt shit out. This is what happens on My Dreaded Mom podcast. That's me. Rakeem Wayne, the host of My Dreaded Mind Podcast. You should check that shit out. That shit is full of crazy shit. Like, I be singing on it. I be freestyling on it. I be talking about real life shit on there and conspiracy theories. But y'all should check that shit out. My Dreaded Mind Podcast is on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's on Sounder FM. Dope ass podcast. Check it out. It's your boy Rakeem Wayne. Holla at me. Yep. Shout out to the boy Rakeem Wayne. Shout out to my, my Dreaded Mind podcast. They just hit over, I believe it's like 500 followers. So shout out to them on that, man. Let's go. Yo, we trying to get like y'all big ups. Um, Also, shout out to Get Your Own Opinion. And shout out to my boy MPO, Mr. Quentin out here with the fitness too. So we got a lot of people doing amazing things. Y'all got some dope stuff. Yo, send us a little 30 second ad. We'll throw it in the podcast, yo. Mm-hmm. Everybody eats on this side. Of course. Speaking of eating though, man. I'm 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 still a little, I'm recovering. I'm a bit upset, man, because Keisha and Ashanti was supposed to eat last night, and it didn't happen because Ashanti got COVID. <sighs> I know I said earlier stop traveling, but please, please, <laughs> nah, we don't have but so much. To look, we don't have shit to look forward to often. So when they schedule something like a big versus like that. Man, Ashanti would have saying rock with you, and I'd have, I'd have felt like I was like thirteen again. Like, come on, girl, rock with and me. She's so beautiful. Oh my and then God. Keisha would have came out here with shit. Yo, I thought you had my back. <laughs> I'd have been ready. And Ashanti's like forty years old. I know I would have got cursed out. Every dude with a shorty, just know or you talking to shorty, or whatever. You got any kind of situation, <laughs> you was gonna get in trouble for something yesterday just because of the music she was playing. Oh yeah, what? 
I should have cheated on I'm about love. to say, I should have smacked you outside your head like you did. Something. I thought you had my back. Remember, you didn't take out the garbage that time. I thought you had my uh-huh. back. Foolishness. Oh. See, my days are cool without you. Play the Biggie verse and another one. Oh, man. That would have been. Oh, I know black women all across America would have been jamming and rocking to it. So, yo, it was funny because I seen like people had like whole, like full flesh. Right? It was like a picture. This homeboy said somebody saved my sister. She had like a whole like balloon background with the pictures of Keisha. She was ready. What? I guess she'd have been hurt once or twice in her life. And and I wanted Keisha to show up with the, you know, with the, what was that hair color she had? The, 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 it was like ketchup. Am, it was like amber or something. Yeah. <laughs> like the Heinz tomato ketchup look. Come on now. She showed up. Oh, match over Keisha. Had one if she had showed up on that talk. Nah, she had on. She had black hair. She had the big KC chain. Like they, they gave them a budget. They was ready. But um, man, yo, a lot that went that happened. We still digesting this HBO Max deal. If y'all been living on the rock, Warner Brothers basically said that all their 2021 movies is coming out on HBO Max. But this, we we was big. Enough. I was hyped about this last week. Yeah. HBO Max, like however, I was like, yo, it's lit. I'm watching The Matrix Four dead serious in my but, living room. But you know, Disney. Before we get to Disney though, yo, directors are furious. Act- oh yeah, they they but in their bag. But you, I heard, like, I read this article basically, and it said that like Wonder Woman is like the first big movie that they put on HBO Max. I don't, is it Christmas? I want to say they gave the director of Wonder Woman and Gal Gadot, who plays Wonder Woman, like an extra ten million off top. I'm assuming that it's because that you know they get like they, they get the old uh, the royalty Robert Downey Jr. deal where it's oh. like you know you get money off the box office. Okay, okay. So they gave them ten million each up front. And they was chilling, but no other like studio head and no other actor got that same deal. So now it's like. Warner Brothers, they already made the decision, but it's a matter of like, yo, are y'all gonna pay everybody else that same money? Like they got movies with Denzel, they got The Matrix, they got Dune, they got joints, they got twenty. Yeah, and it's and it's hard to know how much it's gonna generate because now people either have they'll have to see if people are like new subscribers and everything like that to start paying out money like and that. And do you pay like who how do you determine who gets paid what? Like am I really sending out every actor that was a part of these movies like uh, a check <laughs> Like everybody didn't have Royalty deals Some people got paid up front Yeah so it's Oh man that's gonna be That's gonna be a sticky situation up, up In this upcoming year But you know I thought Yo HBO They had it last week But then Disney came out On Thursday And boy let me tell you B What, what did Disney do bro Oh nah Disney Ah uh, bro Disney just released A whole slew I mean side note They they gonna increase their price a dollar. dollar, so I'm 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 a little I'm a little. If bit. you got Verizon, just know if you got a limited plan, that joint come complimentary of your plan. You may just just putting the word out there for y'all. Yeah, but now they they coming out with some new shows. I mean, a, a slew of um, what you gonna call it. They said, oh y'all gonna Star put out wars. Yo, they said you are gonna put out all y'all movies for 2021. Guess what? We got the next four years on lock. And the crazy part is like I'm like I feel I feel bad for is Netflix. I'm like yo. Warner Brothers got an archive. They got HBO Max is popping. Yeah, Disney. Disney said, "Yo, y'all got 2021, right?" Well, hell, how about yo? Tell them what they got dropping. Come, come on now. They got Marvel. They got um Wandavision. So this is oh man. They got they got the Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out. They got the Loki series coming out. Hawkeye is coming out. What if is an animating Marvel series? Um, there's what if it's lit, bro? That's like it's like. Pretending they, they're switching characters around, so I was mm-hmm. like, "Yo, what if I like Tony Stark became Captain America? What if T'Challa was the person that got picked up by the Guardians of the Galaxy? Like, is crazy." I'm so, excited. so, so they have updates on Miss Marvel, and also shout out 
to um, Marvel again for starting the new um, Iron Man, but it's I think it's Iron Hearted. Iron Heart, the black girl Riri. Yes. I forgot her last name, but Riri, a young black woman that has the same. And she's actually smarter than Tony Stark in the comics. And you know the woman that's going to play her is someone from New York. She went to um, Cornell University here, so I'm excited to see her. Hey, but do you know it doesn't even you know, matter of fact, that's just the TV side, bro. Shall we got Fantastic Four dropping, yep. Blade dropping, Spider-Man 3. You have Ant-Man, Doctor it, Strange. To, yo, shout out to Black Panther and now, 2. And now we go to Star Wars. I didn't even Hold on, before you even Star do that, Black War. Panther 2, they had not recast in T'Challa. How you feel about that? Oh, there'd be a fool to recast him. <laughs> like, come on now. I feel that way too, but I also feel like we got one story. T'Challa has such a rich history. And I understand to honor Chadwick Boseman. At least the first one that they remake. I mean, the first. But I feel like. The sequel, they can't have him, though. You know, I'm going to my my, my conspiracy comic movie theory. I feel like what they're going to do is that they're going to bring Michael B. Jordan back. And they're going to say that he's T'Challa from an alternate reality. Yeah. I feel, I, like mind that. I feel like that's the route they're going well, to have to take. They're going to probably do that in a third movie. Yeah, I get it. It's still fresh. I'm R.I.P. Chadwick. Yeah, his, thinking, birthday, his birthday just passed too, so um, definitely R.I.P. to him. Yeah, but as a selfish comic fan, I was like, we got one T'Challa story. I get it. I totally get it. But selfish comic fan speaking. Like, yeah, yeah, and then what you going to call it? Star Wars, though, boy. Ashoka? Yeah. And the then, bad batch, and then and um um what you call it the one who played um Hayden Christopher or Hayden yep. Christian he's he's returning so they got a whole lot of things Obi Wan the Obi Wan series bro I'm excited man it's crazy I didn't have to look at the press release I was just like I seen it but then you also got like Pixar has like six joints coming out yeah they got Baymax Baymax Zootopia is coming out again TV Tiana these, these are series bro like and. I don't even know how to pronounce something. I think that's the like the the Jeopardy. Columbia. Oh wow, they got even international stuff over here. Like this stuff is crazy over here. Yo, it's crazy, but like, yo, the, the person car series is coming out. The, I love cars, but the person that's left in the in the in the dust is Netflix. Oh, Netflix is all original content. But think about it. Am I gonna take a chance? And Netflix got some hits. They got, but money heist is ending. Netflix, this shit. Netflix got the comedians on lock. Though. It does, hundred percent. There's nothing. I mean, shout out to Andrew Saltz. His his comedy special is supposed to come out this week, so make sure you tune into that. You feel me? Hundred percent. But then you also got to think they got money heist. Netflix got some gems, but now it's like, yo, y'all had the movie market on lock. The pandemic has made these studios reval reevaluate. Now they coming for streaming. Netflix's prices, if you haven't been invested, like you're paying $18 a month starting like January. Yeah, and they just increased their prices not too long ago. So I know a lot of people are fed up with Netflix in a sense. But think about Netflix is creating original content. And I think that's the thing. Like you have Disney, HBO, to a lesser extent, Apple, but they have, like Apple's got some joints on there, but you have a studio, studios with known brands. Like yo, mm-hmm. yeah, Netflix. I, I love Umbrella Academy, but you'd be a fool to think I'm not gonna watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. That drop on my birthday. I'm, oh I'm, yeah, I'm calling out that day. I'm sorry, for <laughs> my job. Listen to this. I, y'all won't see me. I'm watching the whole John. And I'm also abstain. I love Marvel movie, even though I'm a DC comic fan. But I love Marvel movies. Y'all movies be ass. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It has. I mean, Wonder Woman always been. I mean, the, last, the, oh. the movies outside of the team up. So any movie that was a, a solo movie was great. 
But team of movies, y'all, y'all yeah, been like yeah, that Flash Batman. movie though. It's bat. They got um, what's it called? They got the bat. Michael Keaton Batman. So they taking like the '80s Batman. He's gonna be. Oh. Sent. If you ever watch, if you got HBO Max, watch Flashpoint Paradox. That's kind of the story that they're trying to tell for the Flash movie in 2023. But that's gonna be a vibe. Uh, so I'm. I, this this is a new market opening up. So I. I don't I don't know how the future is going to look now because now if everything with this vaccine and everything coming out and with this this going to be this going to be how we going to consume new media. new media in the next couple of years before we are safe enough to go back into theaters and everything so honestly bro even with the vaccine I feel like movie theaters were starting to like it was a cool like for big movies cool date idea cool outing but a lot like Netflix already created the past. Like this is the wave. There's a lot of money. You say you're missing out on box office. Let's talk about subscriptions. You missing out on one movie ticket or two couple movie tickets. You paying a movie ticket every month. Yeah. So now uh, I I think I went to see on average I could say I probably went to see like four or five movies a year since since I was in college. Right. Now you're saying I'm paying a movie ticket every month. You you getting it all, all around. You feel me? And Disney and rewatchability too. And then Disney already gave them the model, bro, for exclusive titles. People will pay. I didn't pay to watch. I ain't watched Mulan yet. But there are families. I had a a, a guy I work with tell me, and it's verbatim. He's like, "Yo, I have three kids and a wife. A movie outing was one hundred thirty dollars." I will pay $25 on top of my $8 subscription to watch a movie and just go mm-hmm. pick up snacks. And they're doing bundle sales. So they're doing something with Disney Plus and Hulu and ESPN Plus for $20 a month. So Disney is aiming for people head tops right now. Big fact. So for $20 a month, you get those three networks. So that means you get all your TV shows, all your regular TV shows and old TV shows. You get the new movies and Disney content. You and you get sports. For $20 a month? Yo, bro. That's cheaper than Bro, cable. that same bundle. Yo, if you got Verizon, switch to an unlimited plan. They are giving you that complimentary. Complimentary. And if you got the Hulu without the commercials, they're giving you that too. I'm not paying for that right now. Oh, my God. So, I, I another thing about it is it's going to be the end of Spectrum TVs and, and all that. Ah, nah, Spectrum, you got the right package. They throwing HBO Max in that bitch. Also, I mean, hey, we going to see cuz I feel like cable regular regular Cable is definitely falling off, but you know what it is? Cable is where you get in your local sports market. And that's something that like you're not going to give up. And then to get like stars and all them other premium drinks, you're getting that based off your cable network. So they going to Stars got his own app. It do, but do I want to pay $8 for stars or I want to include it in my cable? I'd rather take stars Because sometimes I don't, I'd rather And stars I have stars I'm not going to lie to you They don't update the app As much as they should Oh You hear that stars Update your app You heard so I don't know I'm, I'm interested in seeing How this new media Is going to look like In the next few years And I believe Like there's going to be More announcement coming up Especially during springtime So yeah Yeah And before we move into Our last segment of the night I do want to go back To this Shashanti and Keisha Cole thing Because Yo, bro, I was reading an article. Actually, I saw a tweet. And the tweet was like, yo, I know Ashanti can't perform tonight because of COVID, but there's one person who could go and perform all her songs. And it's, it's still like nothing's missing the beat. And I was I was confused. I was like, who? What you mean? What are you talking about? You want to guess what that artist, who that artist was? J-Lo? Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. They was, yo. I thought people was just being funny. But I didn't like I'm real 
Ain't It Funny the remix. Like it was like three songs, right? Yeah. But I never noticed it until I actually like I sat down and listened to it. Like I put on the good headphones, like the pros, and I sat down. I was like, yo, that's a Shanti. That's a hundred percent of Shanti. But then you read the article, it's like, yo, J Lo didn't even bother to change the background vocals, didn't bother to change the chorus, didn't bother to change. Come on now. But I never noticed it until I actually played the record. And I was just oh, like, man. like I've heard it, but I was like, yo, all right. Like I knew she's like, I knew Get Right was an Usher song. I knew she she was supposed to have one thing from A Marie. I knew those things. Mm-hmm. But to actually play the Ashanti, the like the actual records and hear Ashanti's voice, I was like, yo, what the fuck was we doing supporting this? <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's we didn't we didn't know better back then. So now they giving Ashanti her flowers. You know, she doesn't really get credit too much for her songwriting abilities, but she low key She kept J Lo relevant for yeah, for at least a couple of years she kept J Lo relevant. I'm real know? it was a big record. Ain't it funny? Was a big record. Come on now, everybody, everybody in the Heights was but, singing "I'm Real," talking about yo, Chick, they, they, they from the Bronx. But yo, like it was a list of ten songs, and I promise you, these are ten of J Lo's top twelve songs ever. Now, quick question: Is, is for for the rescheduled date? Can Ashanti play those songs? If she do, she gangster. <laughs> if she do, she gangster. Cause I was like, we talked about it before. I was like, yo, they both have fifteen songs on the Apple playlist. But if you're doing features and songwriting credits, like Versus is done, that's fair game. Yeah. So if she just come out and just, what's my motherfucking name? Uh, you, I'm like, yo, that counts. It's the point. Yep, that counts. It's the point. I ain't gonna lie. If she able to do that, then uh, I love Keisha, but. She not winning. I'm sorry. If she ain't able to do that. I don't Keisha know though. Not winning. I don't know because Keisha got more rel- more recent shit. I but not hits though. I I I have Keisha at least five hits that you know at least you only five. Need a, you only need eleven, bro. You only at least need five 11. hits that's gonna hit regardless. And if Ashanti is able to sit here and do the other thing, mm-mm, mm-mm, it's gonna be a long night for Keisha. We gonna see January 9th, man. But um, yo, closing out, bro. I know we talked last week about rappers getting arrested. Shout out to G Herbo, hold your head. Shout out to Casanova, hold your mm-hmm. head. Rapper. Also, shout out to um Zoe Dollars. He got shot. He got shot. Yeah, he went. He was. He was in Florida. You know, going to the strip club, and you know they shot up his car. But luckily, he was in stable condition. So shout out to him, though. That's crazy. He's Haitian, so you know, shout out to all my Haitians out there. Yeah, Zoe. Oh, that's mm-hmm. why he's Zoe. Ah, get it. Yeah, but yeah, go ahead, man. It's been a big pushback on DJ Vlad, um, academics, um, Adam Twenty Two. A lot of these hip hop are they? Can we call them bloggers? What can we even call them? Are they bloggers? Hip hop media outlets, right? Yeah. It's been a lot of pushback saying because I believe the Casanova, um, I guess the the federal press release said that they use interviews and things of that nature to incriminate him in certain situations. And it revol- resulted in like kind of I don't want to say a, a, a I guess it was a backlash on uh, DJ Vlad. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are not familiar, DJ Vlad has a hip hop interview series on YouTube where he interviews literally everybody, ranging from rappers, actors, comedians, Community managers, members, porn stars, gangsters, gangsters. Like he literally interviews everybody, and he has a reoccurring theme where he. Acts about past criminal activity, um, you know, connections to alternative lifestyles in terms of like street life and whatnot. And the government definitely uses some of this information to pin these different artists and, you know, celebrities in multiple crimes. Yep. But the, the, the public outcry to say boycott these people, I just want to make something perfectly clear. While I don't necessarily agree with the media's portrayal of hip hop, because I I literally like bro, I spent like maybe like 
12 hours over the course of the week watching different Vlad interviews and Adam 22 interviews and even a couple of academics joined like uh, Twitches. But he definitely asks incriminating questions, but stop people, stop telling on yourselves. Yep. I think that's the, for our grown man talk this week, we got to stop as people telling on ourselves a flaunting shit that we know we shouldn't even have. You can always say in an interview, I don't want to answer that next question. Pee Wee Longway. He had the best Vlad interview. Vlad tried to ask him if he was a crip. Tried to ask him if he was out here in this game. Like he's like, nah, it's like the color blue. <laughs> <laughs> he said that with such purity, and, and I was like, even though we knew it was bullshit, it's like, yo. And even though these interviews be giving us some classic moments, because I would never forget the DJ Vlad interview with Soldier Boy. You know, he came in, I came in, bow, 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 bow. You know, they gave us some classic moments, but yo, stop snitching on yourself. Stop, stop telling, bro. Because the hip hop police. It's real. It's super duper real. They're keeping tabs on you. Whatever you believe it or not, they have a file on almost every popular rapper everywhere, each region. And they're just waiting for you to slip up. And that's it. They're already waiting for you to slip up. And before you slip up, you gonna, and then when you slip up, they're going to hit you with so many charges. You'll be like, yo, what the hell? Well, yo, what happened? Big facts. And it's the thing. I know... People say hip hop is unfairly targeted compared to other genres. That's a fact. Look who look who creates it. Look at look at what we do. We move millions, but at the same time, a lot of our subject matter that is really popular is very very illegal. Mm-hmm. But even going outside hip hop, we talked about this multiple times this pod. Them boys that was scamming the the COVID relief or the PPE or the SBA loans. Ooh. Boy, making a whole video. Rapping about it You don't think the government The government don't play about his money Yo, They son, don't they, play about I watched his the money They put the whole check in the video bro Them boys is dumb Oh wow And that's the thing See, like clout chasing In terms of casting I, I, I watched all Like I watched casting over his Breakfast Club interviews I watched his uh His what's it called His uh Vlad interviews and like yo, like Vlad even said, I, I read it somewhere. Vlad basically said like yo, I, I don't, I don't talk about, I talk about open cases. He should use the baby as a reference. Like he talked about the baby about stuff that was closed out, but when he first came out, but he didn't talk about like when he had an open case from the shooting in Walmart. He didn't bring that up because it's like yo, it's open. I'm not trying to incriminate you or have you say nothing crazy. Yeah, Casanova's charges that they was talking about in the interview were definitely from the past. It was from when he was like 18. He was like 27 at the time. But at the same time, it's like yo, you're openly copying to, you know. Robberies Assaults Etc And it's like yo I really Like I support this dude But at the same time It's like yo All the government's Just making a checklist Like oh you run with who Oh you was involved In this case With this guy That was like He was, he didn't mention Nobody's name But he's like yo My co-defendant Who was with me on this All they gotta do Is go back and say Oh your co-defendant Was also involved in this So you must have known About that but I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a little bit On Vlad's side on that Because he does talk About cold case But I mean Should they use that like should they put it out? No, yeah, because for, I'm, I'm I'm only talking about Casanova case because I, I remember those videos and he was mostly talking about stuff that he served time for, like the robbery, like for that check cashing place that he hit up. He served time for it. He everything that he talked about in that DJ Vlad interview, he talked he like he served time for it already. And then he would just talk about his experience in jail. So I mean, like I, I doubt they're gonna use that. So it's it's kind of hard though. And we don't know exactly what other interviews they're using. I'm just yeah. saying, like, people made the the jump. Maybe, to, maybe they try to form his character, uh, you know, his character through these interviews and everything like that. Probably establish connections. Mm. But I'm just like, yo, 
I and get in, it. And then DJ Academics, and a lot of people attribute a lot of beef to DJ Academics and how he used his platform to, in, in, you know, entice beefs and everything like that. And that's how a lot of rap, especially in Chicago, end up dead because of stuff that happens with Academics. Academics, I would say... He falls into an irresponsible category, but it's also he's the black outlet and he's directly reporting on every little thing that happened because that's his base. Mm-hmm. And I say it's irresponsible because he's not realizing that he has millions of followers and all it takes is one person to say, like he posts a video and somebody to find a joke and they'll say some dumb shit. And now like 21 Savage said when he was in Clubhouse, he was like, yo, you, well, me and me and me and you having a problem is different than me and 50 of your homies having a problem, right? Because yep. now my homies is like, yo, they all talking smack. Let's go to the car. Let's pop the trunk. Versus like, yo, me and you, like, let's go talk about this. Like, you wilding right now. You talking real crazy. Let's figure this out before. It- Actually, I got, I got, I got some stuff. You got the audio? Yes, sir. All right. My boy got the audio. But academics, man. All I, right. Tune it up. You ready? Yep. Talking, you talking crazy over some shit that's false. I didn't post the nigga talking about you. I told you I'm not going to post about you. Good or bad. So Let's now you come in here with some incorrect See, like information. Right now, look, look, academics. If we was in a room and you was talking to me like that and you screaming like that, that would not take place. What you doing right now? What you doing the internet? Oh the way you do it? Yeah, not a realistic thing like I didn't post this shit. All right, let's go back. Don't wait till no niggas start dissing me to support them. These niggas been here rapping all these years. You don't do it until somebody coming at me. Basically, you taking, you taking, you gatekeeping. Look, you keeping and you using hate. The only way you can get on academics if you coming at Meek Mill, you from Philly. You staring your whole platform. Hey, academics, can I say something? What what look, bro? We know, like you know, I know you. So you got two, you got two. I post who's every your, day. I think on, you wait, 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 wait. Let me say, you got two Instagrams. You got your business one, and then you got your personal one. What Meek mm-hmm. is saying is like, let's say you had a personal grievance with Meek or what he had going on. You could pop yeah. as much shit as you want on your personal one. But you're doing yeah. it on your business platform. You're making personal business. I, That's what he's hold saying. Yeah, yeah. I hear what you're saying. I feel like y'all wanted the narrative to be just what y'all saying without a- accepting any facts. So from the last, y'all don't think everybody. No, I Listen though, I ain't saying he got to switch his site, but his site does. No. Do I'm damage, bro. Us, he Some things like he can do differently, for sure. We from the streets. He be saying he gonna call the feds on niggas. He getting niggas locked up. We ain't reasoning with you, nigga. You ain't nobody. You got a little two million followers, niggas. Can't give a fuck. We ain't reasoning with you. We don't even represent that from the streets. You gonna call us feds because a nigga say you gonna beat you up? Are you because you promote six nine? Get the fuck you. Yo, you're constantly on two sides. Like you don't know which way. It's like you double dutching, my nigga. It's like yo, you a small site. I you shouldn't care. Oh no, I do care. But we got like, what is it, brother? Like I'm trying to. I can't hear the speech. Like I'm hearing people reasoning with you. Like no, we not. I'm not here to reason with you. Yeah. So. 
What was your thoughts on that little take right there? First of all, they is on Clubhouse. That's, that's yo. I need thing. an invite. Anybody who got an invite in this club, I've been hearing Clubhouse. Yeah, side Clubhouse. note, I've been hearing Clubhouse. Clubhouse two is next up. So Clubhouse is about to be the next wave. But um, I mean, I feel like being removed from the entertainment industry, but also like, like he said, like yo, Mans has two pages. I'm gonna go with both sides. Like for for the the, the average artist that has beef, right? Mm-hmm. Man has two pages. So if you don't fuck with me, yo. Your private page is like how many followers you got, right? Do what you got to do because that's a, a small following. But you're going to your business page, which you know is going to start controversy, which you know is going to extrapolate beef. Mm-hmm. But you also got millions of followers. So now whatever you say, people is running with and bringing it to me at my camp. And now my camp is trying to act out. Yeah. But then on academic side, it's like, yo, controversy breeds sales. And I'm saying what I'm saying, but I could do things a little bit better. But at the same time, it's like, yo, you over here talking shit. Like, I'm not going to just do this on on a hush because you, when you when you pop shit, a lot of times you saying it on your your platform, right? Which has 10, 20 million people. Mm-hmm. I got 2 million people. I'm going to talk my shit on that platform too. And I'm not necessarily worried because I'm getting paid off of that. So it's two-sided. It's irresponsible on both sides. Like the beef shit, it, it comes with the streets. Yep. 100%. But then it's like a lot of shit can be resolved. If me and you could just talk versus you putting on a show. Yeah, because as soon as you, because I know a lot of beef that, um, even local or celebrity beef that went to the extreme because yeah, people took it to the internet first before talking it out. But big facts, everybody, it's all fun and games until somebody say some shit in front of a group. A crowd. Like remember, think about back at school. If somebody, we had in, intermediate jokes like between ourselves or whatever, it's cool. When we say it in front of people and then other people take it another way, it's like, yo, damn, now I don't fuck with that. Like, we've been talking like that forever. Yeah. But it's like, yo, you start talking some sh- crazy shit in front of mad people. Now other people are adding their two cents and this, that, and the third. And now people knowing stuff about you and all that. So that's kind of like, oh, now you wallet. Now I, now I have to act up just so I can get a little respect back. I say, now I got to beat your ass. Yeah. <laughs> or oh, now we got to pop. I feel like for academics, though, I felt like he was... I get it. Like I'm not an academics fan. I always felt like he uses his clout in a way that not becoming of like the situ- certain situations. Mm-hmm. But he was getting ganged up on. It was definitely it was a lot. It was a lot on one. <laughs> so when he started like yelling and shit, I was like, I get it. Because when you feel like you being attacked from all angles, mm-hmm. granted, people were just trying to talk to you. But it's like you're all here, like you're fucked up. You're you're antagonizing. You're adding to this beef. And I was just like, yo, bro. Every time I look up, it's like you're the one that's doing this shit. And we actually had a conversation earlier about like what's the difference between him, Vlad, and and uh, Adam Twenty Two. I don't really give a fuck about Adam Twenty Two to be honest, but like those guys are you don't ever see first. You never see Vlad on on camera, boy. Like they said, yeah. Vlad is like he give you a send a laptop and got you got a background. Adam Twenty Two just be talking hearsay shit and he be doing whatever the fuck he be doing in the background. Like academics had a public platform and he's and let's be real, he's black. So you like yo these other. Publications can talk all they bullshit, but you thinking that somebody that look like you is like gonna understand that yo, your words carry power. Like these white kids are the ones that run the Vlad. Or the, you know, people watch Vlad, but niggas not really. You know, somebody has to write a think piece about a Vlad video for someone to really go into it. You mm-hmm. feel me? Adam Twenty Two again. Outside of him giving his comments on the Megan situation, I can't tell you a hip hop relevant take that I've heard from Adam Twenty Two ever. He might have he might have had one or two, but I've never heard nothing relevant. You know, he speaks on a lot of situations, but I think he gets more um, notoriety on um, on on him and his relationship with his girl because him and his relationship with his girl, yeah, because she's not a porn star, but they do porn together. That's a porn star. <laughs> she's not no she. 
not a porn star. She does porn with her man. Okay. Only. Oh, and well, like, if you're profiting off of porn, never mind. I'm sorry. I don't care. <laughs> but. And also, he does a lot of underground, like, emo rap, stuff like that. So that's what his his stuff, too. But and, he does give his takes on other And things. think about that. Think about what his base is. He does emo raps. He fucks his girl on camera. I don't give a fuck about what you got to say about hip hop at large because it's not for you. You mm-hmm. making money off of it? Congratulations! I don't like. I'm glad you eating. I'm glad you meeting for most rubber. Yeah, he does a lot of underground stuff. Yeah, but I personally, as a, a mainstream hip hop fan, like I don't give a. F- I didn't know who the fuck you were oh, until yeah, that video. And I, I, I think I actually he has it's no jumper, right? Yeah, that's the name of his I, podcast. I, I, I think I subscribed to no jumper. Like I've seen some. Like he had a couple interviews that was cool, but it's like nothing. Like I watch it. I probably digested for like 20 minutes and I don't think about it ever again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not so a staple. Vlad, Vlad just has a reach where he talks a lot of people. I think with Vlad, the reason why Vlad gets a lot of nobody is because a lot of, I don't know if FBI is doing it on purpose, but a lot of FBI cases come from Vlad and they use his interviews for some reason. And it, Vlad could very much be a mole. He could very much be. Like, I've watched a little baby interview. I watched, oh, I, I literally was going through, I, I watched this TK Kirkland, Kirkland interview today. Mm-hmm. He was talking about, um, again, the dudes that was scamming, everybody that was stealing money during Corona and how the feds is coming to get them now because they gave out billions and trillions of dollars. Yeah. But, Vlad be having entertaining shit But it's also like Yo As a people We gotta stop telling on each other Oh yeah Stop telling ourselves At the end of the day You in an interview Somebody asks you about something That's street related Just move to the next question That's the only thing that you can That's the only thing You need to say You don't have to Be tough Talk about it Be like Just move on to the next question If it's not about music About any other businesses That you're doing Just move past it That's it Big facts, big facts. And I think as a people, like, yo, you don't got, your right hand doesn't need to know everything your left hand does. Your phone is in your right hand, but you got your hands in some other shit. Just be aware. If it's illegal, the government probably know. But if uh-huh. you're able to get away with something, or, you know, you make it ends meet somehow, some way, you don't got, your right hand don't always need to know. The hip-hop police is real. Big yes. facts. In terms of academics, man, he found his call. Like, like I'm, I'm not trying to make fun of academics, but let's be real. Academics like like Joe Button used to say, you know Joe Fuck with. He's like, yo, you was the kid in the lunchroom who no one fucked with, but you understood this technology shit and you built a platform. Congratulations, you did good. Like, yo, yeah, get your it, took, it took him a while to be on front of the camera. Like he did his a lot of his early videos was just his voice and everything like that. And that's what started And then he started doing He started streaming And that's how people knew his face and He came up Everyday struggle The comp I know they, they just canceled it But Yeah But I'm like yo He came up But then it's like yo You're in a position now Like you said You got the money Your cars are yours Like you're in a position Where you're gonna You're a name You're gonna Somebody's gonna throw a bag at you To do something mm-hmm. Just Realistically I feel bad The dudes jumped Like kinda ganged up on you But at the same time Like yo You gotta understand That hip hop When you look like one of us You gotta you're held to a higher standard and also, and also I want to put this little message for ACT Is You cannot claim to be a civilian Anymore You are a media entity And the more And that civilian stuff is starting to And I, and I know you're smarter than that I know you probably have security with you But I just hope you know And this is not just me Looking out for a lot of black men That people are starting not to see you As a civilian even though you're not a street nigga, you always say that you're not a street nigga. People are not looking at you as a civilian anymore. So hopefully, you have your security major, your security um, measures up to date and everything to protect yourself. Because 
Uh, even though these big stars are not going to publicly do anything or anything like that, there's a lot of people who are not entertained with you, that especially Chicago people. So hopefully, uh, that's that's the price of being the face. So hopefully, you take the the advice and move with it. Big facts. But um, you, know, you got any parting words for the people, bro? Oh, man. Say, you know, say safe, you know, upcoming holidays. You know, I understand nobody would like to do the virtual thing, but yo, the numbers are increasing. Over two to 3,000 people are dying per day from the, from the virus. Just do what you can to, to be safe. That's my closing word. Big fact. I saw it today. Like, I remember when I was at the in the job, they was like, yo, we had to work as long as the city was under 3%, right? Mm-hmm. They was telling us we was at two point seven, two point whatever, whatever. I saw today that the the city's average seven day average was like five point eight percent, and that's down from like six point six and a half percent, bro. Yeah. So yo, again, hundred percent. Be safe. I understand America is a symbol of freedom, but it's also the symbol of selfishness, right? So remember. You going outside doesn't just put yourself at risk. It puts others or your loved ones at risk in immediate contact with you. Okay? Just be safe, be smart, but still find ways to have fun, man. Yeah, we got 10 episodes of this podcast. I'm about so to say, run it back. The last now. two is two hours, baby. You got Now, this is probably close to two hours. This is definitely two hours. Yeah, yeah, so you got, you. we got some content for you. So you can run back the episodes, you know, leave a like and leave some comments, you know. Come Make on sure. now. You heard our ads too. If you heard all our episodes, go listen to everybody else. I think, get your own opinion. You got like 30 episodes. That boy, we talking. Come on now. So, you know, follow us on all social media platforms at This Might Not Go Well. Please leave a like and a rating. And... Yeah, thank you for coming to a lot of episodes. Big facts. And we are out of here, y'all. Be safe. Be well.